The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool, I got the keys ready to come in here and come the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, yeah. I wanted to play a little movie instead. Aquaman's a hero! I see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee you, let's go back to the shop. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin, Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! This is the Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, when your live daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Haz. Glad to see the streaming. The stream is working today. Huzzah. Next, we have the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, Jay will be on our show today as well a little bit later. He's not on at the moment. But, you know, shout out to Jay. Uh, yeah, he'll be on when he's on. Uh, we got a great show for you today. It's Memorial Day. So you get the Memorial Day grab bag. We're going to be talking to you about uh, the movie Good Boys. Um, we'll be talking to you all about Animal Crossing and Division 2, and we're going to talk to you all about all types of comic book news. We got a heavy metal minute. I mean, you're basically, you're getting all the things you come to Fantastic Forum for uh, all in one Memorial Day special, so welcome. Um, Shoot, while we're on the subject, uh, you know, definitely want to thank those that have given their lives in defense of this great country. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Uh, yeah. Some, some of us have made the ultimate sacrifice. So, we appreciate you. And we remember you. Alright. Uh, 
Also, did I say, did I mention Scott Rubin already? No, but do it again. Okay, I probably should have mentioned Scott Rubin before Memorial Day. It's like, you know, we thank Scott too, but for a different thing on a different level. <laughs> I feel like I, I went the wrong direction. That was my bad. But thanks, Scott. We appreciate you. And the All Games community, we appreciate you all too for supporting us and uh, allowing us to talk about this medium that we love so much, which are comic books. So, uh, let's get into it. Gents, how you feeling? How, look, are you, is everybody enjoying their day off? Yes. No. No. Oh, Jay. Hey, Jay. <laughs> Jay are you working? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, you're just not enjoying it. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's interesting. I guess technically it is a holiday, but many of us aren't working, right? So it's like, I don't know. I mean, does Memorial Day lose its luster when you, you couldn't be at your job if you wanted to anyway? Uh, I don't know. My job doesn't care about holidays. Okay. I know for me, um, the show, this show is my job right now, and I'm even getting a government subsidy to do it. So. <laughs> there it is, man. The I don't even Taskmasters at Fantastic Four made you come in on your off day. Yeah. I think it's Oz. You know, Oz doesn't really believe in workers' rights. Everyone knows that about Oz. Right, Oz? That's all Oz? you get. That's all you get. What would you say? <laughs> That's all we get? Yeah, just stern silent. I was looking at you funny. <laughs> that makes for fantastic radio. <laughs> I like the best up part was I guess I could kind of feel it a little bit. I was like, mm. <laughs> mm. so all right. So what should we get into first? Um, I, you know, I had a weird. I found a weird show online, um, you know, because everybody's doing the shows from home now mm -hmm. and things like that. So, but there was a really well-produced night, late night show hosted by a dude named Gary Weta. Now, Gary, Gary Weta, you, you know him, Larry, you know him. He, okay. he wrote, he wrote the comic for the, the adaptation of the last Jedi. Oh, and yeah. I think he also wrote the movie, The Last Jedi. Um, Did he write The Last Jedi as well? Wow. I think so. But he's, he plays Animal Crossing, so he does a show called Animal Talking. And mm -hmm. he basically he made a room in his house in Animal Crossing that's set up like the Tonight Show stage. And then people that are famous that are playing <laughs> Animal Crossing fly to his island and then sit down on the couch and they have a talk show in Animal Crossing. So is it text or is it voice? No, it's voice. Like I, they probably do, you know, Skype or Zoom for voice, and then just pipe in the audio into the the stream of the game. Now, how many how many celebrities are playing Animal Crossing? Well, uh, I know for one, Oz's favorite, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, is playing. Oh, that's his work boo. Yeah, well, but, you know, she should be figuring shit out. But, yeah, she's playing Animal Crossing. That's about right. <laughs> and, then, <clears throat> um, and then you got, uh, what's his face? Elijah Wood. So, like, the, the episode I saw, he had Greg Grumberg, Elijah Wood, and Danny Trejo. 
Uh, all in one episode? Yeah, it was like two hours long. Wow. Now, granted, it was a little too long. I think it would have been better if he if it was a little more segmented, like you know, a Jimmy Killen or Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon. Yeah. You know, or uh, you know, just uh, uh, one or two guests, maybe a musical act, and then something pre-produced. You know, a nice tight hour, fifty minutes, be a nice, nice touch. But so it was more like a podcast. But because it is a night, a Tonight Show type vibe, it, it felt a little long. If it was just a podcast, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, if I'm just listening to it. But so, so. Am I supposed to believe Danny Trejo is playing Animal Crossing? Well, he came out of that closet and said that, yeah, I'm playing and I want to go to people who wants to come to my island. And then it, it went viral. And then now he's on this guy's show Does talking he- about it. So now they're actually doing a pre-produced segment on talk, Animal Talking that is, um, is going to be just an uh, uh, update on, on Danny Trejo's island. So, like, <laughs> he just... Gives you a tour of the island every week, like showing you the new stuff he's added or changed, and you know. Danny Trejo is probably the only one handling this thing right. I mean, you know, he's been to prison. Well, that's what he said. He's like, "This is a blessing for me. I get to hang out with my family and play Animal Crossing." Like, I was in the you know six by ten cell for like six months and no light, no shower, no nothing. You know, in the hole. This is nothing. He's like, I'm good. And then he talked about, you know, his charity and stuff, the stuff he's been doing to feed like hospitals and because and, he's got the restaurants and shit. So since there's no people dining in, he's taking food out to hospitals and, and uh, you know, was it elderly care facilities and shit? Wow. But yeah. That's that's wild. Like, I so like- we should do an Animal Crossing show, talk show. For us, I mean, I, I can't do that. You're I the only one that plays crossing. it. Like even Joe doesn't play it, right? I guess I could make a character for each of you guys and just screen cap everything. I mean, if if you want to make a character for for me or anybody else, and you want us just to talk to you, that I mean, I'll, I'm going to talk to you anyway. So, <laughs> so I don't have any issue with that. Like, I guess what you decide to do with uh, with that audio. If it's just you know looping it to Animal Crossing, I guess that can happen. But I don't. Yeah, I definitely. It's funny. I was having a conversation with people uh, yesterday. I was playing uh, Splatoon. They did a Splatoon two. They did a um, encore Splatfest. And so the people I was playing with, I was in voice chat, and you know when they're not playing Splatoon, they're like basically hardcore on Animal Crossing. And I'm just like, I you know, I don't know. I can't get into it. It's not really my kind of game. But I think that's the case with all kind of farming sims. Like, that's just not a genre of game I want to play, you know? Yeah. But it, it's obviously, like, I mean, I think Animal Crossing would have been big outside of a pandemic. I mean, it, it, people have been waiting for that game for a while anyway. But the timing probably couldn't be better for it, for it in particular with, you know, I mean, people having to stay inside. Like, I think it's become... Like I don't, I don't feel like if there wasn't a pandemic, I don't think all these celebrities would be playing it. You'd be, yeah. or you would hear about it. Maybe that's the way to say it, because they might be playing it. But like, there's some people I think that 
you know, they're hearing a lot more about Animal Crossing because, you know, we, we don't have as many options. Yeah. I feel like I'm hating on Animal Crossing. I'm not trying to. But you I feel like that's what it's coming out like. Is that what it's coming out like? If so, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you know, it's... I have questions about my character. Okay. <laughs> Does Animal Crossing allow you to manipulate the size of the junk? Oh, Jesus. None of them have junk. Like, you can transition from male to male, female, like, at will. Because there's no difference. <laughs> <laughs> like South Park? Yeah. No, South Park has genitals. I'm sorry. If, if I ain't got no junk, how do you know it's me? Like, you should know I'm coming into the room, like, a minute before I actually get there. We, we, know, we know that it's you because they have no junk. I'm, I'm Ken now? Worse. You have, like, an indentation. I have a negative? Yeah. I don't even get yeah, the angry like inch, huh? It's like con- concave. Yeah, and it's actually the shape of a penis, but concave in, so somebody can actually use you as a condom. I mean, I, I feel like we're getting uh, a view into your guys' fantasies at this point. Oh, there it is. You're the one that started ruining the Animal Crossing talk. <laughs> hey, video games have adjustable junk now. That's not, that's not me. You can't put that it's on a, me. It's only one game. Yeah, by by that, one. I mean So far. Junk. Yeah. Like, and it's not... That's how it starts. Slippery slopes, my friend. Like the next, the next uh, Batman Arkham game, definitely adjustable junk. Well, Joel Schumacher is doing it, so they'll have adjustable nipples too. <laughs> don't, don't even put it out there, man. That's just gonna happen. <laughs> Joel Schumacher puts it out there. No, oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, listen. I'm definitely not opposed to an Animal Crossing uh, spinoff. I just don't know. You know, I, I'm surprised, honestly. I would have thought more of us would be playing it. Like, it, it's interesting because if I had guessed, and, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm, I would be bad at this because I don't, I, don't I don't know everybody on Fantastic Forum. Like, I don't always get everyone's gaming taste right because you all surprise me often with some of the, the video games you choose to play. But... If I would have taken a guess, huh? I surprised you with Octopath Traveler, huh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, look, if I had taken a guess before Animal Crossing came out and be like, okay, who on the show might play Animal Crossing? I would have probably said Oz might give it a shot and maybe, maybe, maybe Jay. Already wrong. No, I, I know. That's, that's the point I'm making, that I'm wrong. What would even make you think I'd play Animal Crossing? It's, it's not so much that I would think that you would play it, but if anybody on the show is going to play it, like, Mo is not the person I would have put into that category. I don't know. I wouldn't have felt Mo. I'm really not playing it. I mean, I tried it once, and then I made a character, and because Emily has her island on my Switch, mm-hmm. um, you know, I started it, and then I automatically get all the stuff, because I'm just, when, when one person has the main island... It's only one island per switch, so she started it first. So when I started it, I'm on her island, so I could actually like harvest her stuff while she's on her switch playing her, you know, her other her new character, and then you know, and then she travels and picks stuff up 
from the the, the work she done already, because they don't let you transfer your your save data, you know. Right. So that, that and then yesterday, like I actually I got a GameFly trial, so I got another Animal Crossing, so we could play together. And I only played for like ten seconds, and then she did it both. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not so like most equipped man in Animal Crossing. I can get into it. Like, I, well, I can't get into it for hours and hours and hours. I can get into it for about a half hour. And, uh, and that, that's, that's it. It's definitely like, even the, the aspect that's like Animal Crossing in Fallout 4, like, that's why I stopped playing Fallout 4 because <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to do a village, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. But you don't have I, to do that, do you? Uh, I think it's part of the beginning. Like, you have to set it up and then, you know, attract people. And then once people start coming, they start building it for you. You just got to kind of, like, keep them, not keep them happy, but make sure they feel safe and stuff. And eventually, be, like, I, I read a article and watched a video about this dude that spent 400 hours on Fallout 4 mm. just make that town. And mm. it just got big to the point where even, like, it started attracting, you know, mutants and marauders and monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. But it, as he built it up so strong and so so populated that they just the town just defends itself, and he could just sit there and watch it. Yeah, wow. I think there's a, sit on the hill. I think there's a story mission that is to at least start the settlement. Yeah, start the settlement. You got to craft stuff and build stuff, and then thing is, if you don't have the materials, you got to go find them. And I'm like, look, I'm a killer in the in the wasteland. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not a builder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a killer. It's interesting that more and more games have that aspect to them, though, right? Because, like, they're talking about that the new Assassin's Creed is supposed to have something like that. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's, it's a time waste. It's like, it's like giving the player more stuff to do and creating the illusion of content. And the thing is, it's, mm. it's a part, it's a gaming subgenre, the, the whole sim building thing. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's been forever. Like it started with like Sim City or Sim Coaster or you know shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And then it went to Sims, and then Sims got big. And I know like Emily loves Sims. Like she plays that. Yeah. And now Animal Crossing gives that Sims kind of feel in a nice, marketable, cute, presented way with a lot of options that you don't necessarily get in Sims. But there's some that Sims gives you better, but Animal Crossing just does this. It's just way more marketable and way more accessible than Sims. Yeah. So if you already liked Sims, like Animal, you're gonna be on Animal Crossing. I know, like Emily's friend, like she has two daughters, and now she's like about to buy the third Switch for the other daughter, so they could have each have their island. Damn. Yeah. That's a racket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here we got two. You know, Emily has her Switch Lite, and I have mine. And, you know, more and more people are buying Switches, like multiple Switches, because of this game. And that's why Nintendo don't let you transfer saves. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, like, I played The Sims, and The Sims is cool. It, it's not... It wasn't, like... I, when I played Sims, it was definitely a thing where it was kind of like okay, like for where the where the 
I guess it's more so about like where gaming was at at the time that allowed for me to play that particular game. You know, like just in the same way how there's some people like, you know, obviously there was a point in time where um, some one of the biggest genres of gaming was like the the shooter. You know what I mean? Like where you had like uh, not a side sh- the the was it the top down shooter like you know like for like you know like with um like 1945 you know oh. what i mean oh they, I, the I, or bullet hell shooter i'm sorry like bullet hell shooters right and there was a time where that game was like one of the like biggest genres of game period and that's what everybody played but it was more about like okay because of where gaming was at at the time this was like some of the best kinds of games we could be playing. You know what I mean? And and I kind of feel like Sims is a little bit like that to me, whereas like for, for, for me personally, I mean, where it's like because of the types of games that we had available to us, The Sims was a more was a, a tra- more attractive to me as a type of game than it is now, just because there's so many other types of games like. Yeah, I played the herbs. I really liked that. Yeah, I, I like that. Like I. I, Sims, uh, I played, but I couldn't get into. Like, I just didn't want to spend all that time, you know. Like, even mm-hmm. like for example, like a game like Octopath Traveler. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that game. That's the type of game I played as a kid. Mm-hmm. But at a certain age, I just didn't have time to like get into that like drawn out ten hour start point to really get into the game. Right. And they started making games like your you know, your shooters that started popping off and it's like, you know what? The, I, the tutorial is like five minutes and right. I'm in. Like, right. I, so I switched to that. Like, you know, kind of adapt my lifestyle to my gaming instead of adapting my, I mean, adapting my gaming to my lifestyle instead of adapting my lifestyle to my gaming. You know what I mean? Right. I, I know uh, exactly what you mean. So, but now it's like, I'm at home. I'm <laughs> like, I could play. Right. After like, I, you know, Another game I didn't have time for was Catherine. Oh, it's a good game. I just bought it now. Like I got it for ten bucks on eBay with the with <laughs> like in great condition in uh with the book, the the instruction manual, good clean case, and mm-hmm. it was ten bucks, three bucks shipping. And it was a dude out here in California in like West Covina or something, so I got it like one day. Mm-hmm. And, and it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I got into that this weekend. And then apparently a good game, I game, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's tough. Really, yeah. I didn't expect it to get that hard that quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets it gets steep. It gets yeah, steep. You're like, damn it. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought I did this already, but no. It, the difficulty, just in the second night, as they call it, mm-hmm. the difficulty between the three floors yeah like the first floor and second floor was cool and then the third floor it just jumped in, in it just added a whole dynamic that made it into a hard game and i had already put it on easy because i i just you know part of it is i like the story too yeah so like yeah i'll put it on easy because i just want the story and boom that that shit turned hard quick <laughs> jay you're not gonna say anything about Catherine, or you you busy no, I was just waiting for a spot where I could jump in. Interject, Jay. Um, interject. <laughs> Animal Crossing isn't on PlayStation, so I can't play it. 
But I was but more of a har- Harvest Moon guy myself. Harvest Moon? Yeah. 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 Which is a farming sim. Oh, no, I'm, I'm familiar with Harvest Moon. I enjoy stuff yeah. a lot uh, as a kid. The PlayStation one. This is the one I really got into. I know Lloyd used to play like every iteration of it. Of Harvest Moon? Yeah. Um, and that's how I got into it. And it wasn't even even my thing when I got into it. And I was like, but I bought the PlayStation one because I had my first job and a paycheck. I'm like, you know what? I'll buy one game a week. Fuck it. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I got to Harvest Moon and uh, like I really enjoyed the PlayStation one. And then I never played the rest. But I can see like somebody that likes Harvest Moon where they think Animal Crossing and, and want something similar and you, you get left. It's like a, Animal Crossing is like one third of what Harvest Moon is, even the older generation Harvest Moon. Wow. But I there's wonder... a lot less pressure too because it's not online. Yeah. Oh, wait. You said... So, because it's not online, it can do a lot more, you're saying? No, I'm saying I don't, like, I, well, from what I've heard, Harv- uh, Animal Crossing, like, tries to get you to come on every day. Oh. And Harvest Moon doesn't do that. Like, you could just play it when you want to. Oh. Now, wait, what happens? How do they try to get you to come on every day, Mo? Well, you have to, like, we have to cowtail to the people that live there you have to uh, harvest things and sell them because there's a currency system and then there's a and then you, you there's people that are your friends that are like hey i need this oh just come to my island and get it or, or you know i can help you with this uh there's certain things like one of emily's friends was starting but she didn't have she couldn't do certain things because she had an advance but she's like oh well if you come to my island i can just drop it and add it in your inventory and you can take it with you so you don't have to like the hardest part is like to craft like the axe and shit at first and it's like when i started she just dropped the axe in front of my tent <laughs> and you know now i can upgrade into a house but i'm like no nah, i'm gonna live like a homeless person at animal crossing i'm just gonna be minimalist why, why are you gonna do that because as i can't i'm not gonna give tom nook no real estate money there it is take that nook and I imagine that that's how, that's how AOC plays. <laughs> right. That's funny. So, okay. Oh, she, oh. she goes from island to island asking, to, asking for half their shit. She's Negan. Oh, my God. She's Negan. <laughs> She's Animal Crossing's Negan. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, real quick, uh, Oz in our... Skype chat, I dropped some sound bites that you can use on your soundboard oh. and the, the heavy metal minute. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Love this board. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it looks like, oh, wait. Never mind. Never mind. Um, you want to talk about Division 2? Say again? You want to talk about Division 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was playing. I've been playing, like, over the weekend. I played today, too. Why didn't you tell me? 
Do you have Division Two? No, but I could buy it. Oh, I mean, if you hey, if you want to buy it, then feel please feel free. I would love to have more people to play with. I mean, it, I guess technically it is super cheap right now, huh? I didn't think about that because, yeah, I didn't think about that. What, but no, if you if you want to play now, would be a good time to get in. What system? On Xbox. Xbox. Oh, One. sorry, Joe. I right, look. Jay, Jay is a friggin' Division Two master on PlayStation. Bunch of savages. Yeah. It's like Jay enjoys censorship. That's why he has a PlayStation. I don't enjoy censorship. <laughs> I also don't enjoy having my account stolen. That sucks. Someone stole your PlayStation account? Yeah. What happened? They just took it. <laughs> took half your shit. Like, yeah. like Say I what? Taking a nap and they signed me out and changed my email sign in, and now it's gone. Wait, how did like? Wait, when you say taking a nap, you mean like at your house? Yeah, like I was but literally I- taking a nap. I had YouTube on for like white noise, and then it stopped, and it woke me up. And when I tried to sign in, it said, your sign-in email is changed. And yeah, so my shit is gone. And there's nothing you can do about it? Nope. Well, you could call, call PlayStation. You could call Sony. I could I'm call sure them, they have except, a rep I, I could, except there's this thing going on uh, called COVID-19. And so they're... Well, they still phone take phone calls. calls. It doesn't nope. go over your phone. Their phone offices are closed. Yeah, Japan... Sony support is closed. Uh, Sony support chat is closed. Uh, the only thing is open is their Twitter help. And the Twitter help told you to go to the chat help, which is closed. Are you serious? And then they stop responding to you. So you can't get any mm-hmm. customer support from, from Sony right now. Right. They're all That's- closed. And the thing is, Larry, because the Japanese, they have a, a weird thing with working from home that they're like, they look down on it. And so they're, they're not, that's why all the like, the inside switch or whatever, like the, was it what they call their, their Nintendo little things where they talk, like little panels that they do online. Like they're oh, all, you're talking about the Nintendo Directs? Yeah, those are all canceled. And even a lot of the, the games that are supposed to be coming out, there's, they're supposed to be coming out. They haven't announced they're delayed, but I anticipate there's going to be a lot of delay. They, they haven't figured out the whole work from home thing. Huh. That, that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I could totally understand the idea of, from a cultural perspective, how you know things might could be different for Japan than here. But, I mean, I would think that at some point, you're just like, well, we have to do something. Like, you know. I thought their tech support was in India anyway. Well, they, I'll never remember calling 
Have you? Tr- I called Microsoft and got answered, so I figured Sony would be the same way. Well, uh, Microsoft has their Indian like telephone stud shops here. <laughs> well, so they so they flew flew people in from India to uh, to do their, their tech support. Yeah. And so we have that familiar Indian accent. Yeah, that's what we, they did. Look, that's we just got to trick you all. Would you trust you? an IT guy with a southern accent? Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I would. <laughs> yeah, but you trust everybody. You're like, like Superman like that. You have to be only, more like Batman. The only like tech guy with a southern accent that I would like uh, trust is like Xenocore or somebody. Like somebody I know is like. He's from. He's got the southern accent, but he's proven to me that he's already. He's like tech savvy. <laughs> so you automatically, yeah. you're automatically. But he's also black, against. though. So no, so you're, it's a flipping a coin. Yeah, no, but see, and that's the thing. I don't think like that with black people. Like they could be smart. They're just smart differently, or you know, they have something to add. You know, their credit to their race. <laughs> Damn it, Mo. Sounds terrible what you just said. Hey, I'm not going to dig myself into a hole if I can't get myself out of it with a joke. <laughs> one of the good ones. <laughs> I make oh. Big Tree look good. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, so that's terrible, Jay. So, wait, so does that mean you can't, you have, did you have to, like, start over for everything? Um, well, that's the funny part. Technically, I didn't have to. I just did because I didn't realize I didn't have to. But, yeah, like, all my games are gone, except the ones that are on my console. No, you say all your games are gone. What's your password? Like, one, two, three, eight, C or something? No, it was... I blame you for having a bad password. Honestly... I blame me for not having two-step authentication. Like, if I had had that, then it wouldn't have happened. So that sucks for me. Like, that's what I fucked up on. And God knows I would never complain about two-step authentication again. But, no, my password is pretty complicated. See, you know what the real trick is? Everybody expects people's uh passwords to be complicated that it's like you know what we got to write an algorithm that can guess any password and then that you know you you program a machine to think okay what's the most unlikely things and then eventually they'll get it but if you're actually dumb about your passwords you don't get hacked i've never been hacked and all my passwords are the same and i'm pretty sure i've said my password on the air why? Why? Why would you say all this? What's, right what's your password, <laughs> Moses? What's your password? I need to know. It's uh, you can test this. Color. What's your right password? <laughs> it's like what? It's like, Fantastic Forum Assemble. I know that. I know we don't have that many listeners, but this is not the kind of thing you try to test. Like nah. <laughs> you know, like even if you're right, just like just be quiet about that. Like I know. I, I know. At one it's point, like that guy that um. Put his, there's that that um security guy that put his social security number on the side of a bus and drove around town. 
and dare people to hack him. And right, this safe, secure guy. Yeah, it's a bad look. He had his identity stolen like over 46 times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but 46 for something like that's not that bad. I, I don't know. I guess. It's just, you know, zero times would be better. Yeah. I think I got my identity stolen like once. The good news is. I was able to talk to the bank, and so they can't use my card anymore. Anymore? But yeah. Yeah, they bought like a bunch of games. So, what did they buy? What my card. Did they buy uh, your card? Uh, they bought Mortal Kombat 11 because it's on sale for like six bucks. Oh, they did you a favor. Uh, they bought... nah, yeah. yeah they, they did you a favor. I mean... At least Waiting for stuff to go on sale. <laughs> uh, they like, but they bought like NHL 20. They bought like, fuck, what else did they get? Like, like, they bought Crash Racing, like the Crash Racing triple pack or whatever. Like, just mostly stuff I don't give a shit about. And that but, I wouldn't buy for myself, except for the Mortal Kombat. Like, I did almost buy that, like, the day before. But, yeah, it, it sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that, Jay. Like, that's not fun at all. Yeah, it's lame. But, you know, after the virus is done, maybe Sony, when Sony gets back, I'll be able to get my account back. We'll see. So is that why you never answer my messages on PlayStation Network? Yes. That's why he is answering your messages on PlayStation <laughs> Network and saying all those crazy things. <laughs> yeah, that is actually one of the things I'm worried about. Like, there's some overseas people that I'm friends with that don't know me well enough to know, yeah. like, if someone's talking crazy, like they might actually think it's me. They're like, "Hey, you got any coke?" <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" I live in I live in Australia. What are you Oddly talking enough, about? his tech support is like his tech support had the would have the uh, Indian name, the Indian accent, but now his thieves have the Indian accent. Hmm. Yeah. They're the one, like, those tech support countries are the ones that do all that identity theft. <laughs> the, the tech support countries are the ones that do the identity theft? Yeah, because they have I don't the, know, man. It feels like a broad generalization uh, on I both mean, tech support and criminality. <laughs> look, if, if, two, like, another thing, I think they got in through my Spotify. Hmm. So if you have Spotify, you might want to keep an eye on it. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Okay, I'm going to about to sell, tell you guys something. So when I was at the barbershop, I gave away my 360 to my workers' grandkids. Yeah? I had a bunch of games and stuff on the hard drive. I just gave it to them. 
Then I took my PS4 because I'm like, you know what? I need a blue play, Blu-ray player here anyway. So I'll just bring my PS4 and I'm not using it at home. And as soon as I started playing stuff online with the PS4, the some my neighbor next door who's using my internet because I, I help him out with that. He got his uh, the people who handle his credit card information says, you know what? You have an open port that lets stuff go in and out. And this is the number. You got to get your ISP to close it and everything. And eventually, like, you know, I, I got on the phone and, and tried to get it closed. Nothing. They couldn't find it. They couldn't do nothing. And it was when I put the PS4 in the shop. Mm. So it's in, it, it's, it's in the PlayStation's network, the PlayStation networking thing. I know as soon as I started playing online, that's when the port alert came up for so they're they're doing the it, 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 it's the spotify but i think it's the stuff that brings in stuff from the from the internet that port for the playstation that comes in and out of transfer data is the one they're using and that that's man i wish i had like i know i wrote it down but i left it at the shop but it's on the specific port that you got to have your isp shut like closed that is i i'm almost 100 percent certain now that it is tied into PlayStation Network's uh, way of doing things. Who, mm. who owns Spotify? Sony. Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z does not own Spotify. He's a part owner in title. Yeah, Jay-Z owns the one that nobody uses. Well, they, I use it. It doesn't get hacked. It doesn't, because not Didn't, even hackers use it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people are about to get Spotify, I think now, right? Because uh, Rogan moving over there. Uh, yeah. Between that and it's um, uh, what else is they're they're giving it out like all over the place now. Oh, are they really? Three months, like yeah. Oh. It's free. I thought it was free anyway. It's free, but you can't like curate collections and stuff on the fly. Yeah. You get commercials too, right? Yeah. Without the free version. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Spotify has premium features uh, like offline play and downloading that you can pay for. Yeah. Um, we're on Spotify, by the way. We are. We're not exclusive. It's the beauty of not making money is you can be free. (laughs) Right. I mean, like a Spotify wants exclusivity. All they have to do is cut the check. They get mad at us every now and then. I moved a lot of the. I moved a lot of all games podcast over to Spotify when they opened it up, and uh, I'm not sure if that was a, a great. It is the moves, but why so? That's what happened. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people. Because uh, we're not gonna, we're not even gonna be streaming anymore soon. So I'm not sure how the podcasting part's gonna work. Is that breaking news? This first I heard of it. Uh, oh. it's been it's been talked about on the all games host page for. I think that broke like almost a month ago. 
So what what's the official stop streaming date? There is none. Well, well, here's where we get the inside baseball stuff. Inside baseball, I yeah. About a month, I probably should talk about because, but um, uh, first of all, the all games, the, the all games, uh, we call it website is going away. Uh, things got finally figured out it was cost a bunch of money, and so he didn't want to pay that anymore. For it. So uh, not only is the Website is going away. The server is going away, and since the server, that being our, what do you call that? Our streaming is going away. We want to be streaming. We want to server to stream, and that means everything's going to be moving over. So if you still want to do live stuff, we will still support live stuff, but only through something like Twitch. Uh, YouTube live, whatever, something like that. Wait, you're kind of breaking up, Derek. I'm sorry, yeah. man. All this important news and information. It's like, yeah, we're hearing like every uh, other word, uh, which is a little weird because we know you have good internet. I don't know what the deal is with the connection, but it turns out he's on the all game server. <laughs> when, when I, I did hear you say that we'll still support live stuff, but it won't be from the server. Where did you say it'll be from? From Twitch, the, the live stuff will have to be Twitch or or YouTube live. Okay, or Facebook and, live, something like that. And when so you it say it won't be through the website, right? And it, when you say we'll still support, what is we? That's see, that's the part I'm talking. Uh, we Wait, will what? have I, you. You broke up again. Say that again. Say that again, Derek. That's, that's the part that I am not too clear on. I know that we will have Twitch channel, and I think the way it's going to work is that if you want to stream live, you will basically take over the Twitch channel and stream from Twitch. Stream your show on Twitch. Mm. So all games itself will become a channel on Twitch is what you're saying? Yes, got it. Got it. I believe Interesting. It. What are they? What's going to be? Also, what's going to be on the website? Like cops and Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I see. What you're <laughs> um, well, actually, yeah, the website is going to be uh, the old game time shows. So I believe it's going to be called Retro. Will focus on on all of the old game time themes. That uh, Scott has recently uh, procured, so that's what will be on the. That's what will be like the, the interim. Now, um, uh, Derek, I have an important question. Well, it's not a question; it's more of a request. Um, can I get some server information to get our shows copied that are on that server, so that we don't lose? Our archive, like when you say in your show, the actual, uh, you mean the actual, what do you call that? File. The files. Files, or you mean like the, well, yeah. Sure, you, know, you, you should have, um, I can give you, I'll give 
you log in data so you can go in and get your file. That was okay. um, also, if you want the actual like the data from each show that you uploaded to uh, uh, like description stuff like that, that, I can also send that. To you. I'm not sure you guys. I need to, you guys you don't, you don't need that. Some some. Wait, Derek, I'm sorry, man. Let me stop you, dude. You're I, I don't know, like you're you're chop, you're super choppy. Let me let me hang up on you, and I'm gonna call you right back, okay? Just so that we can see if we get a better connection. Is that cool? Sure. Thank you, buddy. Hold on, Derek. Like the way Derek said, sure was like he didn't feel like he didn't sound sure I was gonna call him back. I don't know why he would think that. <laughs> it's what it felt like, though. Mo, you're still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oz, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Derek, are you there? I'm here. Okay, say something else, Derek. Is it still bad? Oh, you sound no, you way sound better, better My now. name is Derek. You sound great right now. Okay, cool. Awesome. So that, that worked. Okay, so say what you were saying again in regards to getting data for Fantastic Forum. If, if you need your... Like descriptions of each episode, I can send that to you via a Excel. As far as, as the actual files for the actual shows, like the MP3 files, um, I can also probably send you a login to um, log into the cloud server, and you can download it from there if you need to. Cool. All right, well, we'll we'll definitely be in touch in regards to that, man, because I think we do want that stuff. But anyway, Derek, you, what did you what did you call in to talk oh, about, up, man? They, oh, go say again. Uh, you said hurry up because what? This is a comic book show. I wanted to talk about. Comic. I said you might need to hurry up because I don't know that state of this changeover is going to happen. I thought it was going to be uh, at a but we're deep in to me now, and it's going. Have you asked Scott? Be any data? Yeah. And he has to give you a straight answer. Correct. Okay. <laughs> no, and that was fair. It, listen, I listen. You know, I've, I've, worked, I've worked with Scott Rubin. I know that sometimes you don't always get. Hmm. He he's currently working on the new website, and was. I believe once he's complete, once he has completed the new website, that is everything will go live. Got it. So whenever, whenever he uh, all games website, and if you want to follow that, uh, you go to and there is retro ATN channel on Discord where you can follow the happening there. Got it. So, what comic books did you want to talk about, Derek? I wanted to talk about um, Marvel Universe. Um, well, Marvel Unlimited. Sorry. I went to Marvel Unlimited uh, a couple of days and I realized that that site is not good anymore for some reason. I want to know what you guys thought about Marvel Unlimited. Has it somehow lost its, lost its uh, shine? 
uh, with uh, the pandemic in some way. Well, I'll say just because what I my thoughts can be short and sweet. I'm not a big digital comic guy, period. And, you know, I've never been I, I guess I can't say fan because it's like it's not like I have anything against Marvel Unlimited. It's just not for me. You know, I, if if I was going to mess with digital comics or a digital comic service what i would want is a digital comic service that's going to give me my books when they come out and as of right now i don't know that any like service that that like i don't think there's, there's not a service that does that right like if i wanted like mm-hmm. say, yeah what comics well, well, but I mean, Comixology is not a service, though, right? Comixology, you're buying individual books, correct? No, Comixology Unlimited is a service, and so, you can. There's a bunch of books that are unlimited that you can read for free, um, and a lot of titles, mostly the Comixology originals, uh, you get them free once they come out. You can read them for free. Yeah, but okay, but then what I'm talking about is. Like, say, I, like you all know, I'm a huge X-Men fan. If I want to read, say I'm like, okay, I'm going to move over to digital books. I don't need to buy physical books anymore. If I want to read the latest issue of X-Men, is there a, a service I can pay monthly that would give me the newest issue of X-Men when it comes out every month? No. No. Okay. Okay. So that, that, that's basically, if I can't get that, then I don't, like... Not don't get me wrong. I don't want digital comics anyway. But if I did want digital comics, that's what I would want. And you definitely don't want to read like Comicsology originals, right? Like you have absolutely no, no interest in them. You're like, no, fuck them. No, no, yeah, he, that's no, it. No, no, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I'm not oh. saying that because I don't know anything about what comics are coming out on Comicsology originals. And I'm certain that there's some books there that I would be interested in because Comicsology is not gonna like. I'm, I'm not saying I would like everything they have, but I'm sure that there must be at least a few titles that are, would pique my interest. But I guess more than what I'm saying, more so what I'm saying is, as a person that's been collecting comics for however many years or decades at this point, it's like, you know, Marvel Unlimited is more like a digital archive. And I understand why that would be um, like why some people that would interest but for myself you know who's basically been continuously collecting comics for however many years it's just like i don't i don't want you know like marvel marvel unlimited even as a marvel fan was like you're basically giving me a digital archive of a lot of stuff that i probably already have and the stuff that i don't have might be good and worth reading but you know, I mean, honestly, if it's like that good, I'd probably rather just go buy it physically. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's happened to Marvel Unlimited in the past, you know, since the pandemic started. I don't know. It very well could have gotten worse. But what I can say is it didn't interest me to begin with. So I'm probably not the person really to speak on it. I know what happened. Well, I, kinda. I thought it was nice because you can go in and, and look at stuff uh from years and years ago that if you wanted to collect it physically, mm-hmm. it would have cost you a hundred bucks just to read like a 
can they shoot of some of the over stuff? You You're talking about like gear of yeah, uh-huh. like Captain America. Or, or if you wanted to go back and read uh, Secret Wars again, you can read the entire Secret Wars and I have to go by. I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the last thing you said, Derek. You, if you want to go read what? Secret Wars. Oh, Secret Wars. Oh, yeah, Secret yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Secret Wars, like the, the 20, what is that, 2014? Is that what They have all of them. Oh, okay. Like, right. yeah, I mean, it's cool. So, that, you know, yeah. I, I, Larry, you love Disney and, you, you know, the Disney vault and all this. And that's what Marvel uh, Unlimited is. It's the vault. It's stuff you can't get there anymore, but you actually have access to the vault um, at on demand. And they keep adding in this pandemic. They started adding more things. So in theory, it should be better during the pandemic. It's just there's a lot. The, the stuff they choose to add during the pandemic isn't the the stuff you would want to read. Like the mm. stuff that let's say you were catching up on Amazing Spider-Man, like the the current run, and it's like you know now I have time to catch up on that, but I can't run to my comic shop to get it. Like those that should have been on Marvel Unlimited. And as far as I know, I think only the first arc is in it. So that's where I think Derek says it kind of lost its luster, where it's like you know, this could be better. Like, in a time like this, it shows where what's lacking and what it, what it doesn't have. I, I thought, the other thing with Marvel Limited is that I thought that it was on a, like, pretty much on a, like, a, a schedule in regards to releases, which I don't know if it's, what, six months or eight months, but basically it would be releasing the issues that came out, but in, but on a eight eight month delay, just for instance, you know, I don't know if that's the actual amount of time. Is that still the case, or is it like it's not releasing everything? It's just adding some random stuff. I don't think that's uh, that but that's would, ever been the case. Never I think it case? was the case at first, but oh. I, with the pandemic, they don't even have people like updating that list because they can't do it from home, you know. Why like can't they yeah. do that from home? Well, they have to drag the file from the actual main Marvel computer because they don't want that shit getting out. Well, but I guess what I'm saying is, here's the thing: it's like if that's somebody's job to drag from one from the like you know their like hub server onto the online server, somebody can go into Marvel and do that. It's not like you know, it's not like people aren't at work in some places. And I don't even think it's a thing. Well, but you know what? I hear. I guess people are just like, well, that's just not an essential business, huh? So they're like, you can't go in. But the thing is, the the, New York City. So. And the thing is, it's New York City got hit hard. Um, Oh yeah, absolutely. Part of it is, you know. Speaking of the division. (laughs) I don't want to get, like you know, the into the blame game of it. But when you talk about the racist Chinese band. But you see that the places that got hit real hard, real quick, were where all the international flights landed. So there's cases from Europe that spread it, not just China. And that's where it's like kind of gets murky, where it's like, well, you ban one place, but it's coming from everywhere. Right. And um, but that's the thing is with New York, it hit that. But New York is so dependent on public transit that when you shut down New York. The public transit gets affected, too. In terms of like you, you, you don't want to be in it, you know, and 
you didn't prepare by having a car because in New York, guess what? You didn't need a car before this. Mm-hmm. And somebody, if it's somebody's job to drag and drop the, the, um, the file, like, is he going to walk there? Is he going to, you know, or, right. is, or is there layoffs that we don't even know about? Like, what if he was the one, one of the first to lay off? Because like, oh, it's just dragging and drop. I know there's stuff coming out for Marvel Unlimited, like weekly. Yeah. But let me see if I can, um, I can bring that up because I, I get the list to my email regularly. Oh, okay. Um, I got this week's releases. If you need to know anything. Oh yeah. So give us yeah. Go ahead while I search. The actual. Is there, their digital releases on? Yeah, for the week of May twenty fifth, which is today. Okay. But, but from Marvel Unlimited, right? yeah, yeah, Marvel Unlimited. That's why. Oh, oh, that's why it's released. Right. That's why it's released to, today, a day late from the actual comic book release date. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, twenty nine nine Alpha One, Absolute Carnage number five series complete. It says. So I'm guessing that's like the the last of the the story. Mm-hmm. Absolute Carnage, Captain Marvel number one, Arrow five. Arrow, not Arrow, A-E-R-O-5. Amazing Mary Jane number two. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 34, Annihilation, Scourge Alpha 1, Avengers 26, Captain America 16, Captain Marvel 12, Deadpool number one, Major Debut, Excalibur 2, Fantastic Four 2099 number one, Gwenpool Strikes Back 4, Immortal Hulk 27, King Thor 3, Loki 5, series complete. So again, maybe that's... I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm assuming it means it's the last book of the story. Marauders 2, Marvel Spider-Man Velocity number 4, Punisher Kill Crew number 5, Spider-Verse 2, Star Wars 75, Strike Force 3, and Tony Stark Iron Man 18. That's mm. everything new today. Interesting. And now that that Immortal Hulk, twenty seven, I don't read Immortal Hulk, but that book is pretty old, right? Like I'm just picking that as an ex- example. Maybe I looked up while while I was reading the list. I was looking up Mary Jane two, and that came out in November. Right, and so same with that uh, Immortal Hulk. It's November twentieth. So, you know, if you were uh, running the Marvel database and you can't get comics from shops, like the smart thing to do would be like kind of, you know, they're paying customers still and they're paying direct for for no inventory. Like, make they, they obviously pay somebody to drag and drop the file. Why not give something more current, something that you're already like, that you haven't already read if you're an Immortal Hulk <laughs> reader, you know? You're right, right. And I think that's the the thing where, I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, I I don't want digital comics, but it the way to get me on board is to let me read stuff when it comes out. Like that's the that's, and I don't know that. I don't know. I but again, like if you do come out with a service like that, whether it be for Marvel or for DC, or you know, good luck, God God forbid both. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's that's another big thing here where it's like, you know, nobody's trying to give you, like, say, uh, a subscription service for all comic books, which I can understand to a degree because I feel like it, it doesn't make as much sense for comics as it does, I think, for other things like TV 
and um and music but um but if you did have that i'm not certain how many people that read physically would necessarily just make the switch to digital but i think you'd have a better chance of doing it if you all of a sudden found yourself some time with a little bit of free time due to a global pandemic mm-hmm. and you're like trying to stay current on your comics, let's say you're a month behind or two months behind, but and that that's what you get on Marvel Unlimited, mm-hmm. you might actually sign up for a trial. Maybe. I don't know. I mean just to continue reading while you're, you know, while you're in there, and then when the comic shops open up, it's like, the shit's probably going to be on your pull list if you've already been reading it. Yeah, yeah, and, and that I could understand. And, and look, ironically enough, I, I didn't mention it, but I, I went to the comic book store this past weekend. Like, but, you know, cur- curbside is open again. I hate curbside. I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying, look, some comics are better than no comics. And the funny thing was, the only thing on my pull list... Um, was uh, Birthright 43 because, you know, Marvel doesn't come back until this, this upcoming week. Oh. So, so, oh. and like, uh, e- even, but on top of that too, DC, um, none of the stuff that DC came out with was stuff that was on my pull. So, it was just like, yeah. Oh boy. I had, <laughs> I had a, I had an, uh, a weird um, interaction with, not, I wouldn't even say interaction. I, I, we did curbside for some things uh, during in the past week or so. Emily went to get some fabric from Joanne's. Uh, she got some stuff from the the beauty supply place, and I'm like, you know what? I want to get some. Uh, I, you know, I got time. I found some paint. I'll get a canvas. Oh, nice. So yeah, you. I'll have to get it curbside, and I go okay. So I go to my local nearest Michaels, and I type in. I get the phone number. The phone number on their Yelp is the corporate phone number, and then I gotta find a store for the number, uh, and then the store doesn't pick up. Okay. So then it's like, well, what am I gonna do? So I'm like, you know what? I'll fuck it. I'll just go see if I can ask the person on that's standing outside hey can i just get a 18 by 24 canvas just white you know just give me the cheapest one and i go and as soon as people start walking up i didn't even get to walk up as they start walking up a family of four they're like get out of here get out of here you can't shop we're only doing curbside and it's like like i know exactly what i want i can there's nobody in there i can run and get it i know that's not what you want can you just go get it like no you got to go online like, really? You know the only people getting fucked over here are the fucking consumers. Yeah, the company's going to go under the company. Yeah, fuck them. The consumer's getting fucked up. There's no customer service in it. And it's like, you know, if you got to go through all that, maybe you're not ready to open the retail space. You ever thought about that? Like, yeah, it's, you know, the economy in this. But you should have really, if they ask us to lock us up to stay in the house, they should have done 30, 45 days right off the bat. And then spent 40 days thinking of a fucking plan. Did you mention that you know Hect? I don't care. <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> well, the thing I don't get is why you're, you can open up dining restaurants but not movie theaters, which are much more spacious 
than a dining restaurant. Well, ain't no well, movies out. The, well, the movie companies have to send out the, the movies. That's because the movie theaters are closed. But if you opened up, you could put movies in, and there's huge spaces. You could maybe sell like 50 tickets. Everyone no. could be six feet away from each other. But when no, you're, you're not, dining in, you're like super close to everyone. No, you 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 you're not you're not you're thinking about it from the perspective of just a consumer, Jay. But you got to think about it from the perspective of the business owner and like the the logistics of it. Like in a restaurant, you you constantly have uh, a particular number of of or you can control however many particular number of people are coming in and out of that joint constantly because you have you know a, a hostess you have uh the wait staff and all those people that can be like okay hey you, you like they they sit you where you're supposed to go and you're not going to move from that spot but if you do they'll notice and they can either ask you to leave or tell you like hey we need you to stay here and not you know respect these boundaries theaters do that too um, say again theaters do that too the the no, theaters out not, here not, i mean are assigned really seating. though oz like when you go into a movie theater there's nobody standing in the movie theater making sure you sit where you're supposed to there could be they could oh, also sure they, they yeah. could also put something on the seat like these seats are just permanently closed until until further notice so you have one or two spaces between, you know, let's say two seats, uh, so you can accommodate a couple. Like, but, actually, but, never fucked those in seats are actually designed. Those seats are actually designed so they can be taken out easily. No, but so see, you could take out every five seats. Y'all are talking about this like you. I mean, you want to see movies, and I get that, but you're 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 not being practical here. Like, I'm sit, saying it's more practical to do that than it is to open up a restaurant. You're wrong because. In a in a in a dark movie theater, there's no way to really see who's sitting where, how, without disturbing First the whole movie going experience. That's not true. You just don't know enough about theaters, what and that's where one what? one. So, so you're saying you can take the seats out. So I'm not the fact that is, you can't take the seats out. What I'm saying is, you're going to have some seats that are together, right? Yes no. or no? No. So, 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 if you and I go to a movie, we can't sit next to each other. Oh, we got to be six feet apart. That's we social came together. Distancing. So we have to be six feet apart, even though we came together. Right. See, yeah. Other, otherwise, you might as well just have the orgy, like. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just like. I mean, it doesn't he, make sense. And then, s- and then on top of that, you aren't you you all aren't even thinking about the idea of what makes sense for both the movie theater. And the company that is putting the movie into the theater, because it's all about ticket First sales, off, right? I am thinking about I am thinking about the movie theaters before the government said we we got to shut everything down. Uh, AMC was already making plans to sh- uh, to sell limited seat tickets. They were going to limit showings to a, a small number of people so that everyone could be spaced out apart. Like they wanted to do it, and the government told them no. Look, maybe AMC wanted well, to do you it. You know that they were going to do it by raising ticket prices to fifty dollars a pop. Ah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if that's. That. 
I don't think they would have done that. But what I will say is this. Like, let's put it like this. AMC, sure. AMC is like, yeah, we can reduce the number of seats and the number of people that can come into the showing. Come buy your popcorn. Come buy your, your drinks and watch this movie. Friggin' Marvel isn't going to be... Marvel Studios is not going to be like, oh, yeah, what we want is quarter full seatings of Black Widow so that we can show our movie. Like, if Marvel doesn't want to put movies in the theaters, they don't have to, but other companies will. But what um, so, so basically what you're trying to companies. do is turn every movie theater in the country into, like, an art house theater. Yeah, they no. hate you. Go to what do you call it? A lot of theater, a lot of mo- movie chains would have still kept putting out movies. Um... In particular, the ones that are doing the direct-to-VOD. Like, I'm sure they will put movies in the theaters if the theaters were open well, with limited okay. and, and And, like, I watched, for instance, I watched Lovebirds on Netflix, like, yesterday. That's... That's uh, good. thinking about watching that today. Should I? It's all right. I mean, like, if you have nothing else to do, I would do it. I, I, I laughed out loud at certain points, but it's definitely, like, I'm happy I watched it on Netflix as opposed to went to a movie theater to go watch it. Because I, I would have thought about going to a theater to watch it, and I probably would have been a little, like, I, I would have been a little disappointed if I went to a theater. But watching it at home on Netflix, I, I felt good about it. Like, and so... At, at the end of the day... I can go to the gym and rub, rub my junk where somebody else is going to put their head, but I can't sit six feet apart from someone else in a movie theater. Well, see, that's because your state is dumb. That's not my state. I have to cross county lines to get out there. Oh, okay. Well, then whatever neighboring state is dumb. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for you to be able to go to the gym, and, but not the movies. I agree with that. And in California, you can't do either. <laughs> you know? Now... I don't know what. Say again. Oh, I was gonna say Tiger Clan Chess says Scoob went to digital recently. And who cares? Yeah, if you're like old and have like been watching Scooby Doo for decades, you should definitely check it out. If you're some punk kid that only started watching since What's New Scooby Doo, then it's not for you. It's for like real people. What does that mean? <laughs> Tiger also says Tenant says otherwise it's coming to theaters. Tenant is coming to theaters in like like at the end of next month though, right? Tenant Tenant is yeah, supposed I mean, to be either either June or maybe early July. Like Tenant is supposed to be the test case where people are like, can we do movie can we release movies or not? And yeah. they're basically saying like they're using they're throwing it out there almost as a guinea pig to kind of see if people going to the movies is a viable thing or not. Well, the, the real guinea pigs are the people that are going to sign up to go watch Tenet. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll kind of end the preview trailers. Like, has anyone actually watched the full trailer? Of Tenet? Yeah. I have. How, how does it look? It looks good. It looks I mean, like, like what well, Prince of Persia should have been. <laughs> right? Because that's what he's doing, right? He's he's like touching he's like reversing time locally. He, basically. 
kind of yeah i mean at least that's what it looks like but i don't know what the you right know. like we it's nolan it could be something totally different exactly it could be like exactly. he's inside leonardo DiCaprio's last inception in that in that movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> for real so but that's what yeah it looks it looks really interesting and it's a movie i want to see i i don't know that you know i don't know i don't remember exactly when it's releasing but I can probably tell you I probably won't be in their opening weekend because as far as I know, this is the first movie that's like a major motion picture release that is scheduled to come out. Now, keep in mind, like technically that that could technically be up in the air. But, you know, and and don't let it look. I will also say that it doesn't escape me the fact that an African-American lead is the head of this movie that they're using as a test case like that I, 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 i'm putting that out there and i know some people are going to be like oh what are you talking about but it's scheduled july 17 2020 so you got like, you got three weeks to stock up on your on a hydroxychloroquine no why three weeks wait there's a, there's a whole month in between aren't we in oh july sorry yeah there's a whole month between May did and i say july because in my head i thought june Hey, I, the pandemic's messing us all up. So don't, oh, yeah. No, then, like, you got to take hydroxychloroquine like two weeks, right? I, I don't know. And, and I'm not doing it. Well, so. According to the president, Look. you only have to do it for two weeks. <laughs> the president is lying. The if president he was taking is taking it, he'd be dead Everything would be better. <laughs> but he's a beat, oh. is not sure, has made him a immune the hydrochloroquine has only increased his immunity to it <laughs> but so so there you have it though july july is when that's basically major motion pictures you know movie theaters big bet tenant is the guinea pig and everybody's gonna be watching to see what happens with that i'm not going say again i'll wait till tenant his netflix I'm not dying over some black James Bond. <laughs> That's the Black Prince of Persia. It's Black Prince of Persia, says James. That's funny. As so, opposed to White Prince of Persia. It, it looks like a good movie. I would like to see it. Like I said, I'm not going to be the one that goes out first to go see it opening weekend. Uh, you know, unless something miraculous happens in June that makes me feel very comfortable about going out to see, you know, be a, amongst people. It's like my my interactions with individuals face to face will be pretty selective. So, yeah, we'll see. But I, I, you know, I just don't believe that the kind of of like I'm not saying movie theaters can't operate in a reduced capacity because i think that that's true what i will say is at this particular point the kind of capacity movie theaters would need to operate in doesn't seem conducive to the industry on any level the only people that might make like it might help are the people that actually own the theaters themselves but i don't think it'll help you know like the actual movie studios or anybody. Well, yeah, but Jay, like I said, that, that, that was the whole point I was making. You're thinking of it from a consumer perspective as opposed to uh, 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 
business perspective, an industry perspective. Like, yeah, I mean, you'll get to go out to the movies, and that's great. I, if, if I could make it so that you could see all the movies you want to see in a safe capacity, I would do it because I want you to see those movies. I, I would want you to see those movies even if I couldn't. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, you know, obviously they're not going to cater to just you and I or to the Fantastic Forum and Derek H. You know, they're trying to make their, their big money. And hence why they pushed all these dates back for all these movies in the hopes that we'll be good by the time we try to release these joints. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out because, yeah, like obviously different industries will be working out in, or will be opening in different ways. I, I, I believe that... Um, like just here in California, I know that I was speaking to uh, one of my people that run the UFC gym that I'm a part of. And the word on the street was that they might open in June. But that was, you know, again, it was like t- t- it was given to me. That information was given to me to be taken with a grain of salt. Because it could happen, but it could not. We'll see. Yeah, I I need the gym. <laughs> I I lost twenty pounds during this whole pandemic. Oh, but all muscle? I assume I feel smaller. <laughs> all and muscle. The thing is, I also don't need as much because I I can't like I'm not packing all mass, so there's no point in eating all that calories to sustain it and keep it. So it's like it's either that or I got like colon cancer or something. I'm actually thinking about changing up my gym membership. That, I was told that the UFC is going to be opening their own and holding fights on their own island. To that have, that so is in the works. Events. Yeah, Fight Island. Yeah, Fight, Fight Island is happening because of the international restrictions in regards to travel. That's insanity. Why is that you know, insanity? You, you do understand that's, that is one step from... Uh, hunting humans on an island. That's, that's it's a drop people on an island and then have rich people go shoot them. That's yeah. gonna, that's what be happening with no. this year. But no, I don't see I don't see that at all. Those UFC guys are stupid anyway. Like they, they, they What? Which UFC guys? The fighters? All of them. Yeah. They're all they're they're oh. all got anger issues, substance abuse problems, abuse. Oh, what's well, yeah. look? Let them all kill No. As long as the- being hunted or volunteering, then I don't see a problem. No, listen, listen. You all are. You don't this, see a problem with hunting people for sport. Oh, I definitely see a problem with hunting people for sport. What I have, a, what I don't have a problem with is Fight Island because Fight Island is one hundred percent not hunting people for sport. You don't even have an. Uh, you don't have an issue with the name. No, why? The name sounds stupid. <laughs> I will. What what would you like the Fight Island to be called, Mo? UFC SEA. <laughs> that was with John Oliver. Damn yeah, it, Mo is so good. John so Oliver good. gave like five different names that would have been better than Fight Island. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. UFC is hilarious. I I listen. I understand Dana White. I I believe that Fight Island would have a better name if it wasn't something that he was trying to make happen on the fly, but. I don't. He would not have come up with UFC. That's hilarious. But you know, yeah. I, I think. How much money do I need to pay 
to hunt down Ronda Rousey. What's that? Can I? First of all, Ronda can, I Rousey, my, uh, can I use my federal check? Well, you know, with this I use my stimulus check. With this White Island, you're not going to be able to get any white UFC people. It's going to be all minority UFC people. <laughs> listen, listen. Come on, man. Listen. The the whole concept of Fight Island was simply because... I want to shoot the Puerto Rican. Listen. I mean, they'll get a local. You can probably do that in some places in both America and Puerto Rico. And it's like, you don't need Fight Island for that. Fight you Island do? is just a venue. Okay, it's literally a venue. Island, but still, it's legal on Listen, Fight Everything's legal you, on Fight Island, right? You have... That's the whole have, point of Fight Island, is that everything is legal there. You have a Fight Island so that you can skirt international All travel. Federal That's laws it. and regulations. It, no, you have no, it. Just, just listen. You don't have any. If you want a guy from Russia to fight a guy from, or not Russia, but from, uh, from, well, where, where is Khabib Meganidov from? Dax, Dagestan. Well, one of the former, former, uh, Soviet Union places. I can't remember which which country he's from. But if you want a guy from a former. Soviet Union spot to fight a dude from America. There's no place that you can do that except Fight Island right now. And that's why Fight Island even came into being, was just because they were trying to make one fight in particular happen from two international fighters. It ended up falling through anyway because Khabib went back home to Russia and they were like, you can't leave. They're like, we're not letting anybody fly in or out of our country. And that's that's it. And so now Fight Island was already in the works and it's too late to turn around. Plus, you're like, hey, you never know when something else might happen. Right. You know, Data White was like, even though it didn't happen for the thing that we were making it for, it might be a good thing to have just in case something like this happens again or. Just in case they're like, we don't want we don't want such and such to come into our country. It's like, okay, fine, we'll do it on Fight Island. I can't, I'm, I'm all for Fight Island. Check, so much for us. Who's going to be checking it? IDs in those hotels? If, if I bring a a, a hot seventeen, who's going to be checking her? her nobody. I We're can't wait. Her ID, you said? Yeah. If I if I, if I fly in a guest that happens to be. 16 years old. Who's gonna who's gonna say anything? Well, I mean, the but, airport in the US where you flew out of might question you. No, no, no. You could you could fly a 16-year-old out of the US with you that nobody knows what she they for all you know, they could be she could be your daughter. And then when you land on the island, you fuck you're like sh- you're like, okay, like why well, I, I don't know why anybody should ask you any questions per se, but if you if you're if you're Concern is, people like f- UFC fighters are gonna be flying their underage like, like girlfriends, onto Fight Island. It's like that's not an issue for Fight Island. That's an issue beyond Fight Island, right? Like that's an issue. The thing is, that's the an issue. Thing whatever is, country your you're passport, in. Your passport 
says you have to follow the laws of your country no matter where you are. What? Which what is why. But Fight Island doesn't have so, law enforcement. No, but Jay, what do you? Well, if I'm if I'm a U.S. citizen, and I leave wherever whatever state I'm in, and I fly to uh to damn it, what's what's the name of the spot that everybody used to fly to because we was Amsterdam. Amsterdam. If I fly to Amsterdam and I smoke weed in Amsterdam before it was legal in whatever state I'm from, that hasn't, like... Yeah, your, pa- your passport to- says you have to follow the local yeah. laws. Yeah. Right. Not, not internet. Yeah, I don't have to follow the law wherever no, I'm not. But they changed that because people were going to Thailand to fuck little kids. But now... When did they change that? Like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, they go to fight... I- Wait, 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 wait. Mo, Mo, why, why, if I'm in a country where that's okay, which is messed up in and of itself, but let's say it's okay, like, why would I have to follow the laws of a country I'm not in? Because as a U.S. citizen, you're you're getting your passport, you're agreeing to follow the laws of the U.S. When I'm in the United States. No, No, when you're you're abroad, abroad, that's why it's attached to your passport. You're that supposed to follow sense. the laws That's of right. the... If, if you hey, get in trouble... Whether it makes go... sense or not, it's what is. No, no, but, like, but Jay, that doesn't make know. sense. It doesn't make sense from a practical level. Of Germany. The laws are different from Germany state to state. And drive as fast as I want on Autobahn. Right. Nobody's going <laughs> to give me for speeding on Autobahn because I'm in Germany. But they can if they want to. What, but why, but though? They like, can't. Like, because, if I'm not breaking any any local laws, what are they stopping me for? But there, there's also, here's, here's the thing. Your state has a law, but the federal, there's federal laws that overpower the state. And if they choose to, to charge you with federal cases, like even right now with weed, if they actually caught me with a bunch of weed, like when was it? it was like two months ago, I bought like 11 bags of edibles. If I'm actually driving with that amount of edibles, I can actually you know, get charged with trafficking federally, and if the cop decides to be an asshole or whatever, he could put the paperwork federally, and even though it's legal here, I can be charged federally, and that'll you, be... And you, so, but hold he on. can't charge you federally because he's a local policeman. No, but he could step and send it up. But but he's sending it up to who? For what? Send it up to, to Superior Court. Supreme but what, I guess what I'm saying is, that's not his jurisdiction. It's not, but he could... He could submit. They have a thing. I don't know what it's called, but it's a suggestion, and your your local DA signs off on it and everything. And the state, the the federal government handles it, and then you go to federal. Fuck me in the ass. And hold on. And then that's what applies if you're like from a state where you can't bang a little kid, and then you go to Thailand and you bang a little kid. They'll charge you federally, not for your state. No, see, it doesn't. Like, I guess here's the thing. You you all might be correct technically. No, we're absolutely correct. Well, you might be correct technically, but from a practical perspective, it doesn't work in the same way like how you're just talking about with the cop that stops you, right? Like if the cop stops you and sends it up to the feds, right? He is basically saying that that the local law doesn't doesn't matter. In relation to the federal law, right, and that's but what, if that's the case, he can't do that to you specifically and not to everyone. So if that's no, the case, 
They can. No, you can't. But it, you can't. It would be yeah. malicious prosecution. And it happens. It, it was happening when uh, who was the first the, that little elf guy that Trump had as the attorney general at first? Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Oh. Sessions. Like that's what he was trying to do to the states. Like California could have done that. It, it would have been easier for them to do that if they wanted to when he was in there. Because that's what he was trying to get to. He was trying to prioritize. And that sends a federal edict to the local law enforcement that says, you know what? That's that's the priority. That's what they want us to do. We got to move up. But, there, but that's the difference law. between like states and that's the fight between states and federal rights. And right. a lot of states are like, our rights supersede federal law because we're yeah. not like, we're you know, and, and okay. that that's the case. Like, you can find it out in court, but a lot of time, of course, the federal government chooses not to because in America, states' rights is a big thing. And it usually goes the way of states versus the federal government. But this, yeah. is what the, this is the point I'm making where it's like you're talking about a local official or a state official maybe, which, you know, but it's technically a local official, basically kind of say, oh, well, our laws don't matter. And it's like that if... if you, uh, if you're a state official, you're sworn to say that your laws do matter. So he can't really go ahead and be like, oh, you're carrying this much? You're a drug runner, and we can't prosecute you in California, but they can in, you know, in the federal government. And it's like, well... The thing is, they have to do that because that, 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 little door, that little door has to be open because, especially like we're so close to the border, they can catch people with stuff that is a, for a nefarious purpose and a trafficking thing, and they wouldn't be able to do anything about it, like actual no, criminal. No, no, no. See, no, because the amount of, the amount you're talking about isn't drug runner amounts. So it's like, I, you know, I'm not so like technically, if 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 you were like, say, for instance, if you were actually some sort of like you know drug runner, I guess technically you could reduce the amounts of each shipment. To a certain amount, and no one would ever get caught for drug smuggling because well, that would not be entirely true either. Well, no, no, but it would be under a certain amount, but it's not practical because the amount of money you got to pay for each one of those shipments would end up eating up your profit. It's it's literally just business again. It's like it doesn't like if I can avoid the law or avoid being caught by sending friggin' ten thousand little shipments then that's great in the sense for me legally, but financially it doesn't make sense because I got to pay each person. Yeah. But that's see. what it is now. Huh? That's how it is. That's how it is right now. But, but it's not though, because it is, there's still people that smuggle large amounts of drugs over the border. Yeah. The thing is there here again, that, that particular issue is something that we're not really talking about. But really, like, if you're, tr like, even from, let's say I grow my own weed and I want to drive it to your house because you have a, a weed shop and you want to sell it, like, the car I take it in has to be properly licensed to carry that minimal amount. And if I got two, three trucks going, each one's got to be. There, there, there's a lot of, of, of legislation and, and, and shit they put on it. But th that's, that's how he, that's how they do it, and that's how they do it with your passport and overseas. Well, well, let's let's say it like this. Let's let's go back to the original example with pedophilia, right? Right. Your Obviously, favorite. it's it's illegal 
for you to to have sex with a minor in the United States. Period. In most states. What do you mean most states? Isn't what, there a state? You, isn't there like a state like that's sixteen is the age of consent or something like that? Well, well, well now keep in mind that the the like age of consent the the age of consent might change, but. <clears throat> That's a, that's like okay. So may, maybe the better way to say it is, it's illegal to have somebody below the age of consent. Maybe that's a better way to say that, because I understand that yeah, technically there's maybe a state or two where you could be like 17 to consent, but you're not legally an adult. You're still a minor. So let's say it's illegal in the United States to have sex with somebody below the age of consent. That, now that's now. A weird- too because a lot of places where it is the age of consent is low the sex stuff is still not okay like you can marry them you just can't fuck them well according to michael bay you need a a special permit you can marry somebody and you can't have sex with them that i'm telling you that's what it is what state is it? you need a special card i don't search this shit i just i've heard of it no i don't believe it you can't there's no state in america that's like you can that can be your husband or that can be your wife, but you can't have sex with them. Yeah, you're, you're technically not married till you're consummated. Well, technically in LA, like you can't have anal sex. What? What? Mo, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? It's now. illegal in LA County. It's illegal to have anal sex. Well, that could be so, but it's a law that we don't we just ignore, right? Uh, again, it's there. They can use it against people. Okay, but but all either way, what we're what we're basically saying is. You all are su- suggesting that whatever your laws are in whatever country you're from, that's the laws you have to follow when you're in another country. And I'm just saying, one... That's not what I said. Th- that is what you said. Mm, no, that's not what I said. What did you say? That's exactly I what said you. a U.S. passport. When you have, use a U.S. passport, you have to follow the laws of the U.S., what you said is you have to follow the con- laws of the countries you're from. Oh, so you're saying it's specific to the United States. What? You're saying it's specific to the United States. Like, the United States is I'm like saying, where? What I'm saying is I only know about the United States. I have no idea what the passport requirements are for other countries. Okay, so, so you're saying basically that United States citizens, no matter what country they're in, have to follow the the laws of the U.S. Yes. But, Jay, what I'm trying to find out from you is how do the international people know U.S. law well enough to enforce that? Look, they don't. They only enforce their laws. See, the thing is, you're thinking of it in a practicality sense, but the law is not made to be practical. It's made to be so that they can use it against the people they want to use it against. It's it's not a law written for practical purposes. It's specifically but, to fuck over the people they want to fuck over. But but you understand that you can't you can't have a law that targets people like specifically. It has to be something that's a general right. thing. Which is why it's write it in a general manner. But it's and not that's why in a general manner. I didn't say apply. I said they, it's written in a general manner so that if someone goes overseas and they break a U.S. law, like, okay, we were talking about 
pedophilia or something, I guess. So if you go in the United States, you have a U.S. passport, you go to a country where the age of consent is under 18, if we know that you're having sex with kids that are under 18, when you get back, you can be prosecuted for it. Oh, so you're saying you can get prosecuted for it in the U.S.? Yeah. You, well, no, you, you can get picked up over there, too. Like, if a cop decides they want to pick you up for it. A cop who? Well, yeah. A cop in if, Thailand or wherever. Like, so, so, so a Thai no cop can, can pick Fight you Island up. I have a police force. Well, well okay, well, it, right. It, so, but, it but, sounds okay, like what they're but, saying. It sounds like what they're saying is that that's something they put in the passports to catch people doing bad things internationally that are already wanted by the U.S. So the FBI can say, hey, Thailand, we need an excuse to arrest this person. Well, that person's having sex with kids over there. Hey, that's against our laws. Bring them in. And then they have something they could charge that person with. Yeah. That's called extradition. Like that's what it sounds like. That law, yeah, something like that, is what that. It sounds Fight like Island that doesn't have any of that. The whole point, the whole point, okay. Fight Island is that they don't have to deal with no law. But they don't they have to Fight Island should be responsible law. for making sure people aren't pedophiles, right? I mean, they're liable. We're they, not, why are they liable? We're not saying Fight Island. We're not saying the Fight Island has extradition. We're saying. When they get back to the U.S., if they're under U.S. passport, they can be charged. When they get back, if we know they did it. So can they be charged being there in the first place uh, because it's still, because they're uh, subverting uh, social distancing laws and stuff? Fight would be illegal. Like just no, see, that's, that's, the social distancing isn't the law. It's a suggestion. Right. That's one. But also, too, it's like, I mean, UFC is holding events in America right now. And they're doing... Not with people. Huh? No. They don't have oh, audience. now with audiences, you mean? No. Right, of course. And, and or people Fight, Fight Island wasn't trying to have audiences either. Fight Island was... Oh, specific- come, what do you on. Mean? come on. If if, if if I can't fly to Fight Island with my 16 year old girlfriend to watch uh watch Ukrainians be why am I going? Why is it even there? You're not if going. Go Fight there. Fight Island is specifically for like pay per view venue issues. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Fight Island won't become open to the public at some point. Cause Lord knows Fight Island wants to recoup its money. And they might build a hotel, and there might be like, hey, if you want to come to the big fight, it's on Fight Island, and here's the packages and all that. Like, there will be mixed martial arts fans that want to fly to Fight Island just to be a part of that. You know what hey, I'm saying? It's like, it's like MMA Dubai, basically, right? Hey, hey Larry. Mm-hmm. When you go to Fight Island, can I come with you? I'm not going. Oh, come on. No, you no, no listen. Got an event? I've, I, I, you all know how I much I love MMA. Right you all know how much I love MMA. I've ne- not only have I never been to UFC. Hot fifteen year old girl. What? What is hot? What? Listen, I don't care anything about underage women. I, that's not my thing. What I'm saying to you is this: 
is as much as I love MMA, I've never once wanted or, or tried to go to a live UFC event. And you know why? Because say I have the best seat in the house in whatever venue it is. That, that view is not anywhere near as good as me watching it on TV. With the multiple camera angles, despite the fact that the referee is in the way every so often, even though it's like I can't be mad because the ref is the person that needs to see the fight, right? He's the only person. See, if they were smart, they would put a GoPro on the ref. Dude, it would be amazing. It'd be amazing. Damn it, Mo. Why are you always so full of good ideas? I would love for her being... Ideas are wasted here on Fantastic Four. I would love for her being... To have a GoPro or like, I, I don't want him to have a GoPro. What I want him to have is more like a police, like a body cam. That's what I want him to have. I want... GoPro, the GoPro has better, better quality than the police body cam. Yeah, oh, but okay. I, so I, I, a helmet I, cam. I need a GoPro in body cam form. Then that's a GoPro. Like they, they sell. Like I actually have the thing that I can put on my shoulder, and I'm, I'm, I, you, you can see. Like see, and I don't mind it. Like if the shoulder doesn't inhibit the ref, then great. But what I'm saying is, he might need just like a lapel camera. No, here, look, I'm gonna put something in chat. Um, I, I need actually, him to forget look, that it's there. I'm. I've actually been looking at it because I, I wanted to buy it. Um, I like that. I'm not huh? sure what your you know what a GoPro is. But yeah, you could put a, a GoPro on the chest, and it's on like a, a body cam, and it'll have way better quality. All all the GoPros I've seen are all bigger. Like a no, GoPro on the no. chest is the, like a vest, Larry, right? Larry, that that year we went to Comic Con together. We hung out with Oz. Went to to Tivoli. Yeah. I, it wasn't the last Comic Con, but it was the one before that. Yeah, I had a GoPro on me, and you don't even remember it. I remember you having that camera. I'm not. I'm not saying like it's huge and cumbersome per se. I'm just saying that, like you knew you had that camera. You didn't. You never forgot about it because it's it's a little bigger. And what I'm saying is, I just want. I don't. I don't want to disturb what the ref does because the ref's job's important, and I don't want him to like feel hindered. In any way, shape, or form, because he has a camera on him. However, I do want that camera because I think that would be an amazing shot just to have. It wouldn't be the main shot because I feel like you know, I mean, the ref shot will, especially if it's like on his like chest or something. Like honestly, unless it's at his eye level, it's probably not gonna be the shot we want. But even then, because some refs look the wrong way, you know what I mean. But anyway. That's you're, neither here nor there. You're right. That what GoPro is massive that I posted in chat. I don't yeah. know how a ref would handle that. That's the one I have. And yeah, the, it's, a, it's the, a big camera. No. It's like, man, Larry, I don't look. I, I'm afraid to see what your penis size is if you think that's big. Dude, you're, you're making it seem as if, like, the joint is literally in the palm of his hand. I'm not saying it's like a movie camera. What I'm saying is, that's a camera big enough that you know it's there, whether yeah. it's on your shoulder or no, on your. It chest. probably weighs no. like like an ounce and a half. Yeah, and and the thing is, it, the clip that it has, it just clips on your lapel like a mic, and even the one I put in chat is actually better quality than the that picture. The one I put in chat, the Insta three sixty go, and it's actually there's a three sixty camera version of it. Oh, I was only looking at the one that Oz put in. No, the one I actually put in chat. 
Mm-hmm. That thing's like it, it's the size of a stick of gum and as thin, and it just clips onto your like lapel, like pocket. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it now, and you're right. That might be better. Yeah, like that I could see the the one that Oz put in. I'm like, I think someone's gonna but know. E- even if you actually like, because you could do the shoulder one, like the clamp that goes on your shoulder. That thing, you you don't know it's there. Like, okay. And listen, it, I I haven't had one clamped onto me, so maybe I just don't know. Yeah. That's possible. I mean, Joe, Joe, you you held that camera. I mean, it was on a tripod, but you you can pretty much say that that tripod was the most obtrusive thing about that camera, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, if it was clipped to your shirt sleeve or your shirt pocket, like, you wouldn't even know it's there. Yeah. I guess... Right. <laughs> I, I look at Oz with his RCA camera. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was saying that I think that that's what a GoPro is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Oz. I'm just saying that this little cube is still enough weight that you're like, okay, like, like I actually I wanted to buy a GoPro 360 camera, and I, w- I wanted to buy it for when we're all in the same room together. Like, we actually do video with a 60, uh, 360 camera, so we do the show in 360 mm-hmm. and VR. And I was like, that shit's too big, and it's only twice the size of the Palm one. Mm. And now, okay. the, and the actual the, the link I put in chat, they make a 360 version that's the same size. So I'm like, I might end up buying that. And it's like a third of the price of the GoPro one. Well, long story short, what I the main thing I'm trying to say is this. There you go. I don't, I don't believe like, that police body cams are any bigger than that. And they forget it's there. They kill people on them. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to go to Fight Island because I'm gonna get a better view from my house than I will at a UFC event. Like I've had. A, there have been plenty that have come to Staples Center. I've been in Vegas when some of the, like, Vegas has some of the most, like, the, the largest, like, the, the biggest cards. And I've had the opportunity to go in Vegas. And I have not gone because I can get a better view watching a pay-per-view than I can even in the front row at a UFC fight. Which, you know, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm, I want to see the fight. And it's not even about my vision. I'm literally talking, like, if I had 20-20 vision, I would still be getting a better view on a pay-per-view than I would be if I was in the front row at the UFC fight, on top of the fact that I might get blood or sweat on me. The only good part about being at a UFC fight, like, in the front row, is maybe I might get to meet Joe Rogan. That's it. And it's like, I could meet Joe Rogan anywhere. Huh? What, What is Fight Island there for, then? Fight, if not, Fight Island is, is specifically about skirting international laws in regards to travel right now. That was the and, only reason you have Fight Island. But don't, you have don't to, get me wrong. I'm not saying that skirting international laws can't come in handy later. But no, see, but that's the thing. Like, why, why would the UFC as a major sports brand tarnish itself by doing anything in regards to pedophilia, bestiality, uh, 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 human trafficking. Like, why would they do that? Like, what's the what, what's the upside? Money. Money. 
money. No, that UFC doesn't need that kind of money. She does. <laughs> I don't. I don't even understand what you're talking about. What do you? What the underage she girl? Dana White. Yeah. Dana White is a man. Dana's a girl. Jeff B. Dana Bezos White is a man. Your ass, man. How much money does Jeff Bezos need? And I'd still say Dana's a girl name. <laughs> what? What? I'm just saying, like that. It, like building a brand. Blood, like that makes it, like, blood, You all are basically talking about like okay, like like it's literally a part of ESPN. How does it help them? Like, why do they need money so bad? Oh, guys, I get it. What? ESPN is part of the Disney Corps. Oh, oh Jesus! I really? don't get it. Oh, really? Oh boy! That's why Larry is defending the pedophilia fight island so much. <laughs> there's no pedophilia. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no point in doing pedophilia when it's like, dude, they, they're making their money. Fight <laughs> Island's gonna be the second, the second happiest place on earth. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Still, they just have uh, they fly in like a convict and tell them to whoever the last one standing gets ten years off their sentence. Look, I can't wait to make man buys fight Atlanta and we get Running Man. It's gonna be awesome. I don't believe Fight Island. No, that's gonna happen. I don't believe Fight Island. See how that doesn't happen. While it's under the current administration of the UFC, the UFC, I'm sorry, the UFC, I don't believe that Fight Island will become a place where people become hunted. Like you're you're either going to get Running Man or Australia. Now, now, listen, don't get me wrong. If you're saying like, hey, at some point, someone's going to buy Fight Island and try to hunt people on it, that could happen maybe, but it won't be while oh. Dana White is the president of the UFC, and I don't think it'll be under the UFC name. If you're like realistically speaking, what you're talking about could happen to any random island out in the water. That's in international waters. But why why you, would it be like why do you stand buy for, why do you buy an island from a major sports corporation to do that? Well, you could either buy someone else's island that's much lower profile or Build your own island, because that happens too. People build islands now. Didn't, so, Ep- didn't Epstein have a fight island? Well, it's Oof. the same island. UFC bought it off Epstein. No, no, wait. Because already, island, it already Epstein's it, island. Yeah, it already has an airport. It has an underground structure. Wait, are it's you serious? serious? No. Oh, I'm about <laughs> to say. I was like, wait a minute. Like, but I, I bet like, you could get it at discount right now. I'm just saying, in 2020, that could have happened. I was just like, wait, what? Like, you know, I didn't know it was Epstein's Island. That'd be a bad look. They should not have done that. But I'm glad I can't they- wait till Fight Island becomes Mar-a-Lago 2. Why would Fight Island become Mar-a-Lago 2? You said somebody could bite Fight Island to hunt people. It'll be and then you think, listen, President Trump is not my favorite, favorite person, but he's not trying to hunt people. No, but you don't know that. Yes, he Look, is. He his, said you don't know that. His, his kids can't stop hunting animals. <laughs> Say what? His kids can't stop hunting animals. Animals and people aren't the same thing. That's Look, debatable. But you, you start at with animals. Any any it's profiler will debatable. tell you you start animals with and animals. People are different. Humans are animals. We're all animals, but humans are different from Look, what we generally refer to as animals. 
when when the awakening happens, I hope they remember you saying that. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. The awakening proves that they're different. Not that different. No, it, it absolutely does. Because if they were the same, they don't need to be awakened. Wait. No, but the, the way they handle everything is just as bad as humans. I don't. What does that mean? That means that they're the same. No, they're not the same. Like, yeah. listen, I'm not saying that you don't love Harley or Dean and or Dean. Yes. You love them both. If you got to choose between Harley and Dean and Emily, who do you choose? I'd kill myself and let them all three live. <laughs> no, see, but that's not an option, though, right? No, here's it's the, always an option. You choose, you choose here's Emily. The, no, here's because, the beauty of that option. Emily's that, a person. The beauty of that option is that if you choose that option, the wild card option, as, I, as, I, it's, as it's stated in my will, and it, it means you don't have to live with the consequences. So it's good. That's the best option. Always choose that option. Always choose death. Shadow Weaver. What did you say? What did you say, Jay? Like Shadow Weaver. Yeah, like Shadow Weaver. I don't know who that is, but I agree. <laughs> like that guy. He's a good guy. I've seen there before. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Listen, I listen. I love animals too. No, you don't. I do. There's nothing wrong with me loving animals and also knowing that they're different from people. Like, that's okay. Yeah, there is. <laughs> a lot of animals like, are better than people. I got I got a friend of mine who like will mess around and will cook for his dog every day. Oh look, he's going with the I got a black friend. Yeah. What? It's like, I don't hate animals. I have a friend that has an animal. No, what I'm saying is he'll cook for his dog every day. Yeah, but that's your friend, not you. And, wait, wait, wait. Um, you're, you're missing the point of what I'm trying to say. He and his lady, they might make themselves sandwiches, but they cook for the dog every day. And I it's mean, just like, eh? it's one of those things where it's like, I think even the, the the staunchest animal lover would be like, dude, that's a well, little much. If you're going to cook for the animal, cook for yourself too. Yeah, but when again. I was, when I was trying to go vegan and vegetarian, like that was part of my thing. Like, I'm not going to eat meat, but I'll give my dogs natural food because I'm still going to be spending the same amount of money. They'll just eat more healthier organic food than what they're already eating because dog food is shit. And it's like, I don't want my dogs eating that. But, you know, if you feed them like me, it's expensive. If I've just switched to a more vegan or vegetarian lifestyle, they can eat the meat. Yeah, I still hear Lawrence talking about how much his friend loves animals. I don't hear about his love for animals. I, I love animals just fine. I, look, he, I, he I've never he, mistreated an animal once in my entire You murdered life. 10 cats at your place. What? <laughs> Okay, it might have been I five. Own, I'm exaggerating. I own two cats. Out of ten, originally? How many were in the original? Oh, well, there, the Boston's litter was five, and four of them died, but that wasn't my fault. Mm. Uh, okay. That's debatable. How it's is debatable? It, <laughs> I didn't give them any diseases. It's part of the Obama gate. What? <laughs> like, I, wait, so am I, am I Obama? Eh, no, you're close. the gate. You're charismatic, you speak well, and people love you. So, yeah. No, 
Is that all? Okay. Maybe I am Obama. I feel like he's more than that, but whatever. He is, but, you know, nobody sees that. Yeah. All this to say that Marvel Unlimited isn't up to snuff. Were we talking about... Snuff being the the <laughs> in Fight Island, right? Snuff the the main drug export of Fight Island. See, he chose that. He chose his words carefully because they always they, they have to put it out there. They have to tell you what they're doing. It's snuff, in the Bible. Snuff is snuff is is made by the the child laborers and sex slaves of Fight Island, right, Derek? You don't know what we meant by snuff, do you? No, he thinks it's like <laughs> oh, Captain America. He thinks it's like chewing tobacco. Oh, what? What? Wait, what's what snuff are you all talking? Snuff about? Is killing people for fun. Right, we're like, talking about an island oh, like where you can do film. shit. Oh, jeez, y'all are dark. Ugh. Look, UFC Fight Island is dark. No, no, obviously you all are much more dark than UFC Fight Island or myself, Lawrence Obama. We're we're realistic, and in the real world, shit happens. No, look, in the real world, Fight Island's not even open. That's because they got to kidnap the people and yeah. drug them for a while. <laughs> they, they need the, the child labor set up, army. Set up the cameras. Got it. Once the cameras are set up, you'll be able to have your subscription to Fight Island so you can watch, watch people be hunted in real time. At what point do they go from fucking the children to making the children fight in the arena? Listen. It's seamless, Hunger. Oz. It's seamless. Game's All in the same thing. And the, orgy, orgy fights. Does the victor, like, do they get to not get fucked? Or have they already I, been fucked and that was listen, their entry into the... It's not even a seamless transition, well, Oz. It's literally all the same thing. They fuck people to death. Well, children, it, children fucking each other to death. If it's anything like Dick Cheney and his camel jockeys, they were already fucked. Wait, what are Dick Cheney's camel jockeys? You don't know about that? So he had, he was in like, you would partake in these like camel races, which is kind of like the Santa Anita horse races here with the jockeys. Yeah, yeah no camel they races. Would, they would hire, they would hire, quote unquote hire. They would kidnap kids, keep them in camps and have them race the camels. But then every one of those kids was severely abused. Abused sexually or physically? Sexually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. Who are they abused by? By the people running the camel races, which were uh, investors in Dick Cheney's Unical pipeline during the Iraq war. Wait, so these are well-to-do Middle Eastern people that are abusing children that are also happen to be camel jockeys. Right. But the well, I don't know how many of the well-to-do people partook in that, but I know the handlers and the, the organization. That was one of the big things. Oh. They were really fucking with these little kids. That sounds terrible. Yeah, and then you see Dick Cheney like cheering on his favorite camel jockey. But but he didn't know about that, right? I I think he did. If he knew. If Brian, why, Gumbel, why would he know about that? If, if Brian he's there Gumbel, for camel races, why Brian, would he know about? If Brian Gumble knew, and look, look, I'm not even gonna say if Brian Gumble knew. If Dick Cheney knew enough of these people's finances to take them on as co-financiers for his projects, he did enough background to know what they were up to. 
Oh, Dan, Dana White knows what's going on on Fight Island. He knows exactly what's going on. Well, I'd agree with you, but nothing's Joe going Rogan on knows. Fight Island. It's not even open. Joe Rogan knows exactly what's happening on, on Fight Island right jo- now. Joe Rogan has not only has he never been to Fight Island, but is not trying to go. Like Joe Rogan literally mm-hmm. only does U.S. pay-per-views. Why does he refuse to go to Fight Island? Doesn't want to be around a bunch of little kids. Doesn't want to hunt no, anybody. No. Like he he was just for his yeah. safety. He's like, I don't know that Fight Island's a good bet. He doesn't want to get shot by a rich man, a rich white man. Is that what it is? Isn't he a rich white man? Yeah. He fears for his safety around rich white men that don't know proper gun etiquette. So, good boys. How dare you. No, we heard you, but, you know, Larry doesn't want to. I see why DPL went off the air. Is Larry gone? Is that what happened? He had enough. He said, I'm done. Fuck you guys. I'm just not dig- dignifying these accusations with responses. See, you're not as funny when you're quiet as Oz is. I believe it. There's no way that I can match Oz's comedy genius. When he's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Mo's trying to tell me to shut the fuck up. It's like you know you know the right time to be funny. It's not when Derek H's thing cuts out, but you hear exactly what he said. Like you respond to that to ignore the fact that he cut out. You stay quiet. That that your comedy genius is more funny when you say he he than when you don't say he he. When you're when you when you stay quiet, like you can hear the. When I force you to picture the he he because. What happens in your mind is more powerful than any reality I could create. That's true for me. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Hex says, I just noticed Oz was on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's too funny. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I I didn't catch that last one. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> All right. good boys give me that theater review music that cinema review music oh we're still doing that <laughs> <laughs> I have I watched it for the show because any other reason I wouldn't watch it okay Theater. Comic book theater. Theater. Yeah. Good boys. Good boys is a uh, coming of age movie. And while usual coming of age movies are, are, you know, transitioning from teenager to adulthood or this one's somewhere in between. Like it's, 11 year olds going from junior high school to like later junior high school or even before that i think it's like a like 
the last year of elementary to the new year of junior high school, which is a little, a little different. And it, it's weird how, it, you know, it's a comedy, raunchy comedy. Like it reminds me of, you know, your porkies, your animal yeah. houses. And it's like, but it's with little kids. Yeah. I found that a little refreshing because while the humor <laughs> is really raunchy, the, the little kids are just that humor being so raunchy. It still has a, a little hint of innocence. Yeah. And that adds a whole other layer of humor to like your porkies, meatballs, animal house. And I was like, wow. It's like, can they make blazing saddles with little kids next? Like, I want to see that. But normally I wouldn't watch this movie because it's a Seth Rogen production. And I don't, after Preacher, I don't watch anything that he does. But, wow, really? Uh, yeah, I did watch The Boys, but I didn't know it was him until mm. after I was done. But also, I didn't, I specifically didn't read, read The Boys because it was going to be a TV show. So I felt, yeah, okay, I watched it without reading. I'm good. I don't care about the changes. But yeah, but Good Boys, it was a rated R comedy with like 11-year-old kids in it. And it, it like it's funny cuz they there's one scene where they try to like learn how to kiss because they're going to go to a party where they're going to play spin the bottle. That's the whole point of the movie. They're trying to make it to that party. Mhm. Um they they're googling it's like, well, they kiss in porn, so let's Google porn. They look porn. And it's like, see, like that guy's, you're not going to learn to kiss. That guy, he's a grown ass man. They, he didn't even learn how to kiss. He just ate her asshole. <laughs> fuck out of me. Like, that shit was hilarious. Larry, you saw this movie, right? I did. I did. I, I found it pretty hilarious. Um, like, the particular cast is good. Like each one of those those kids like brings a little bit something different to the table that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was gonna say that, you know, it, it like there's definitely certain points where um you know, like in the movie where it kinda like takes it someplace. Like I like even like what you talked about with the porn and stuff. It takes it someplace that I would not have necessarily expected, but um, yeah, all in all, it's just like it's a good time, man. It's it's a funny movie to me. I was put a picture of the three boys with a guy, the camera over a guy's shoulder. It says Fight Island. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes was when they're trying to get weapons. <laughs> oh yeah, and I think this is like right after that. Yeah, they they, they sell a, a Magic the Gathering card. Oh, online to make money for the drone they destroyed. That's their dad's drone, and they get uh, like, oh my, my parents have a bunch of weapons in their drawer, and they pull out like anal beads and a vibrator and a gimp mask. And even when they're trying to learn how to kiss, they're like, oh, they have a CPR doll. They practice CPR <laughs> it's like a sex doll. So then they end up selling the sex doll to the guy, and uh, it, it's yeah, it's funny. Uh, Tireclaw says, does good boys remind you of your youth? Were you like them when you were their age? And, it, you know, in a weird way, it kind of did. Only I wasn't as innocent as they were at that age. Like, to feel like how they felt 
like researching all this shit, I think I had to have been like five. Oh. Yeah, at 11 or 12, I would have wrecked that doll. Yeah, like I wouldn't have tried to go to the party. I would have just fucked the doll. I, I was this innocent up until like, Seven. I don't know, <laughs> like 18? <laughs> 18? Sometimes still now. Like, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, like, like, obviously, I didn't have the opportunity to research stuff because when I was their age, there was no internet because I'm old. There wasn't internet when I was their age either. That's because you're old, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a coworker who does the same job that I did that I was talking about before the internet, and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, before the internet? What do you mean? I remember telling my nephew, I was we were, I forgot what we were talking about, and I said, oh, it's like the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> right. He's like, what's what? He's Dewey like, what? Decimal System? like, well, it's like the internet. Like, you just, you, it's like Google. You search whatever, and it's like, how do you search it? By numbers. Everything has a number. Depending He's on like, what when you go to, you're like, when you go to libraries, he's like, what do you mean? Like, documents? Or you mean, yeah. like, photos? Which library? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's like everything you have now used to be a building. Like every little tile right. in home was a building when I was a kid. Because like the internet was a physical space. Like everybody thinks, because I think that's kind of how it started. With like, what if the internet was like a physical space? And it's like, yeah. well, that's kind of what, what it was before. Right. You know, like you you right. go like if you got to fill out a job application instead of like going to the jobs website, you go to the the store. Yeah. I was like explaining encyclopedias to a twenty-five-year-old, and they yeah. were looking at me like, "What? Like, why would you do?" They're looking at me like, "Why would you do that?" It's like we had no other option. Yeah, like that was the best. That was the best information resource at the time. And you know, for me, it, for me, it was the encyclopedias. I was fortunate enough to have like a full volume that get, kept getting um, re. What what's the word they use? These like re-update it or whatever. Like they take out the old ones and give you the new one every couple years, and uh, that's the one thing luxury that my family had was that the encyclopedia thing. So you know, I read the whole thing, and with my memory, I I read it all. But in addition to that, like putting everything in context to three to through TV and radio, like that was my internet between those three things, mm-hmm. and and trying to put everything that I learned in encyclopedia into understanding pop culture and shit on the radio. It's like, I was like, wow, it's like, maybe, maybe I should do that now with everything, but then I get a headache. So yeah, all this to say that these, well, actually Jay, you saw bad boys, right? Good boys. I mean, good boys. I'm sorry. Jay, you saw good boys, right? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Now, I, liked I know, it. I know uh, Joe has a particular, like, where if they tried to make a movie like this 20 years ago, people would have some reservations of putting kids in it like that. Um, I know Joe was would be on the forefront of saying, no, nah, it's fine. And watching it, like, while I did feel weird that these kids were in these situations sometimes, like, it's still not that bad because they... they they kind of play on that innocence too. Is that something that you notice, uh, Joe, as well? Um, kind of, yeah. Like, 
I think you could have done this movie a while ago, but I think they add a vulgarity to it that makes it funnier that you would maybe that you wouldn't have been able to get away with. Like you can get away with the kid playing with the vibrator that he doesn't know what it is. But I think uh, with today's sensibilities, yeah, you wouldn't have gotten the exact same movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it it's one of those that it just came at the right time. I don't think uh, it would have been... Like, even if it was as brilliant or ahead of its time back then, it still would have been one of those things that people look back on. It's like, oh, how did I miss this? You know? Whereas now, it's like... They say how I miss it because it didn't do that much in the box office, but you still have all these other ways of getting it, especially in this pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite parts were, was when <laughs> he's trying to give his crush the necklace and he just gives her the, the anal beads and the little girl just smells it. It's like, why does it smell bad? That shit cracked me. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I have to say about Good Boys. Anybody got anything to add before we rate it? I do not. No, nah, about covers it. Cool. Oz? No, I'm good. All right, what would you give it? At a five. Uh, four, and a, four and a half at least. Okay. I'm even thinking five. I just, I'm just going to stick with four and a half. <laughs> Joe, what would you give it? I'll give it a four. Larry, how about you? I'd do four as well. It's a hilarious flick. You should mess with it. Yeah, I'd give it a, a four out of five as well. If it wasn't Seth Rogen doing it, it'd be a five. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's like it, it in this in these uncertain times, this movie is a, a refreshing uh, dose of hilarity and that added bonus of like the little kids innocent playing into the humor just made it that much more funny like I, I kept thinking about American Pie when that came out um, and it was like great you know kind of like the raunchy comedies of the 80s but this innocence adds a whole other layer that like I want to see these kids be the American Pie kids in a few years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I would give it a, yeah, four and a half. For <clears throat> All right, I was want you to play that heavy metal minute and then we'll jump into the news. Yes. So the heads of concert venues and, and the concert industry we're talking about live nation uh one of these uh arenas um american airline center arena co dave brown and all these people there they're coming together to see what what they're going to be the concerts and the touring industry is going to be like and 
it seems that they're comparing it to 9-11. Uh, one of the quotes from Dave Brown from American Airlines Center, he, uh, he says, the way that 9-11 changed our industry in terms of security, this will lead to the best practices that our touring industry is compelled to employ forever. Um, some other promoter says, uh, 2020 is gone, so is half of 2021. The hope is that we will have a big summer season in 2021. So, yeah, it looks like all your your postponed concerts might be might be delayed longer than we think. Metal musicians come together. Uh, the singer for the the band For Today, For Today, for those of you who don't know, is a Christian metalcore band, and they're known for their uh, opinions. Some people think they're bad because you know, they disagree, um, but. They had broken up in 2016, and the frontman, Maddie Montgomery, is uh, now a full-time pastor, and he started what's known as the Altar Fellowship. Um, but earlier this week, he, uh, he tweeted uh, his anti-choice stance on abortion, and he compared women to Hitler. Uh, well, women who get abortions. He goes, uh, <clears throat> imagine if when asked about the brutal persecution and murder of over 6 million Jews, Hitler shrugged his children and said, my country, my choice. Just because someone lives in a place you control, a nation or a womb doesn't give you the right to kill them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're saying it like that, maybe, maybe you can agree with him. But either way, look, let's cut the fucking shit. Like, yeah, he's, you know, I, for today I had forgotten about. All of a sudden he says this shit and everybody reacts and now... Maddie, whatever his fucking name is, is in my fucking life now. <laughs> Maddie Montgomery is now in my fucking life because now I gotta hear what he said, even though I didn't follow him, I didn't actively follow him. Everybody's reply. Long and short of the matter is, my humble opinion is the government shouldn't get into certain things. Uh, the government shouldn't get into marriage. The government shouldn't get into reproductive rights. And there's certain things that the government should not be involved in. Period. And if that makes a case for or against abortion, that's up to you to decide and, and vote with your vote. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really all you can do. Uh, as for um, Maddie from Montgomery, I mean, he's a fuckhead. Like, uh, yeah, he's a fuckhead. Uh, Fear Factory, they want to uh, do a tour playing Soul of a New Machine. The album will be celebrating its 30th anniversary in 2022. And uh, Dino, the guitarist, is pondering if people want to see the band perform the album in full. Now, one of my favorite songs from Fear Factory is Martyr. And that's off of Soul of the New Machine. And I was fortunate enough to, to see them perform that song live already. So that's off my bucket list. So if they do, I would love to see it. But is it going to be original band members? That's the problem. I got to see them with the original band members. Um... But yeah, we'll see how that goes. It says, uh, well, he asked on Twitter, Dino, that is, know enough, do enough people know about Soul of a New Machine to do a, a tour performing all 17 songs in its entirety? Obviously, when the country opens up. We'll see. There's legal issues with those rights and stuff because the band has had like three breakups already. So we'll see if that ever happens. But I, I, I'd be down. I would want to go see that. Uh, Bruce Dickinson. Uh, Iron Maiden frontman, 
Uh, his ex-wife was found dead. Yeah, Patty Bowen, his ex-wife, was found dead earlier uh, on May 18. Um, and they were married in 1990. They dated two years before that, but they had three children together. And uh, she was found by emergency services following a tragic accident, in quotes. We don't know those details yet. But Dickinson um, did an interview with the, the son, and they, here's this quote. This is a terrible tragedy, which appears to be a tragic accident. Our children, Austin, Griffin, and Kia, and I are devastated. Out of respect for Patty, we won't be making any further comment at this hugely difficult and painful time for our family. And that is probably one of the best uh, asking for privacy quotes ever. He didn't, like, ask for privacy. He commanded. <clears throat> and that just goes to Bruce Dickinson's class, dude. Like, yeah, he's classy motherfucker. But our hearts do go out to him and his family in this time of loss. Uh, and uh, on some more pleasant news this isn't really news but you know i'm reporting on it because it, it speaks to me to a certain degree uh left behind released their uh their b-side no one goes to heaven um uh the b-side two. no one goes to heaven uh waiting for the end is the title with the be they did it with the, the best possible way to do it right now <laughs> And they did it with uh, Animal Crossing. The, the whole song is done entirely in Animal Crossing. Uh, you know, sound over K.K. Slider's little mini concert on the three-star islands, the five-star island. And uh, yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, you got to check that out. That's 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 cool and funny, and and I got a kick out of that. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been Heavy Metal Mint. Like, uh, Comic book like, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like, all right, folks, what's going on in the news? The dude that plays Dark Side finally came out of the closet to say that he's Dark Side. I saw that, and so I saw that there's a guy that's saying, Okay, I'm Dark Side, and then I also saw that they're not using any of the like core actors to come back for this Snyder cut, right? Uh, well, the, the, yeah. The dark side, I, I act, the dark side actor was voice because dark side was all CGI. Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're not saying that he's like in a suit or anything. Like we understand dark side is CGI. So it's the voice, but what I'm saying is, I, so are we saying that there was dark side, in the, like in, scenes that got rendered with the other actors, or is Darkseid in the movie but not messing with any other member of the JSA? I mean, of the Justice League. From my understanding, uh, Darkseid came in at the end of it, and that kicked off Justice League Two. Um, but as far as I know, that was the original plan. 
Uh, I don't know if it's going to, like, they're talking about making it a miniseries on HBO Max or, like, a four- or five-hour movie. Well, they might have to make it a miniseries because otherwise, I don't know, I, I look, and I'm the one that's been looking forward to this for years. I think it's going to feel disjointed unless you make it into a TV show where, you know, you have natural breaks for, for commercials that even if there aren't commercials there, you kind of, it doesn't. Like you see that just disjointness of whatever whatever the proper word is, and it doesn't affect you as much because in your head you're thinking, well, that's where the commercial would be. Now, now when you say make it into a TV show, are you talking about the actual Snyder Cut broken up into episodes, or are you talking about after the Snyder Cut? Here's the thing: they, they need to continue the story as a television show. Snyder Cut is a misnomer because there's no Snyder Cut. He has to make it. Um, there's a framework, but there still needs to be, you know, there's reports that there need to be reshoots and they're going to yeah. expand on it. So it, he, there, what Warner, uh, the problem is, uh, HBO max and DCEU are parts of two different branches of Warner media. And they're not essentially working with each other per se. So HBO max actually remaking the Justice League might set in motion certain things where, you know, everything moving, once they got rid of the Snyder Cut, as it were, moved and was more successful. And having this, it, it's like, is it going to, we don't know if it's going to change that or not, but it, it's, they can essentially do what they want now because they're getting about, you know, it's estimated between twenty and thirty million dollars to remake the movie that they thought that Warner Media proper thought wasn't going to be good enough to like invest that much money in, and now under AT and T, they they're like, look, it, let's do it, you know, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bigger it's a bigger issue, um, but yeah, they would. They, I think they're not gonna put a, a four hour movie like that. I think they would break it up and and even have like it might be the only thing on HBO Max that they think they wouldn't have to put uh, for binge watching. Like you'd have to wait a week. Wait, so so right now we're talking about the movie, and so. Both you and Oz are talking about the possibility of the movie being broken up into parts. Yeah, the movie and, is at, at, at minimum four hours long. Yeah. Minimum, minimum. Minimum four hours so, long. So the HBO Max release of that should be episodic is what you're saying, Oz? That's what they're, they're thinking. I, th I personally think that, like I said, this isn't going to be like a, a clean movie, essentially, because it, it feels like... There's a bunch of pieces that were made, and then they're going to make new pieces two, three years later, try to right. stitch it together. It's going to look funky. So if, right. if they do it like some kind of episodic thing, then you can have those those spots where it feels like, like oh, that you know, if you're watching a movie, it would feel weird. But if you're watching a TV show, it's not as bad. Like, we're used to that. And, and Mo, you're saying... It should come out episodic and not even all at once, like not binge watch, but like weekly. I, I well, I think here's the thing: if they really thought that this would be a big draw for HBO Max, it would have been at launch. Um, they would have gotten to work on this before the pandemic. 
you know? And now it's like, well, we're going to put this much time and money into it. We might as well be able to use it as a draw then uh, if we can't use it as a draw now. So I would think they they would feel like, you know what, just do the regular weekly format, not give it all at once. And part of it is like how Oz was saying, where if if you have all these parts that are kind of disjointed with these new parts, like the TV would give it a better um, flow. But I don't even think that's a guarantee. Like just because you put it as a TV, it still might not be a good flow. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like um, the the Witcher TV show did it where everything took place. The time was not like necessarily linear, even within episodes. And then Watchmen, the TV show, did it. And it's still like those were a little bit of a challenge if you're not the most intelligent viewer of these programs, you know? Mm. Okay, so, so so you're saying you're saying both of those shows were were planned tougher to, be, to follow if you're not yeah. paying attention, and they were and they were planned to be that way, right? This wasn't planned to be that way, and they're still going to try to make it that way. That's going to be a bigger challenge. Interesting. A bigger bigger story to come out of the release of Snyder Cut is that now we might get the Air Cut. The what? The Ayer cut? Yeah, David Ayer. Because Suicide Squad had the same issue where they had to like do reshoots to make it a more palatable movie, like more funny. Uh, there's three hours. Like, we reported on this with Joe last week where there's like three hours of screen time for Joker. That. Oh my god. Yeah. So that 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 should not for, be a thing. For a while, they were talking about making a Joker movie just without just with that footage, right? Yeah, that was one of the things. The the what Ayer said is like he's he's okay with what they've done already. Like he doesn't see a, a full, he doesn't see what, like he doesn't see AT and T or Warner Media doing the Ayer cut, and he's fine with it. That's why Ayer is a mediocre director at best. I mean, and, he should be talking about how yeah, look, I have it. There's an Ayer cut. Yeah, you'll never get to see it because they'll never give me money for it. Yeah, I mean, Snyder didn't have a uh, Snyder cut, and then he got one. Yeah, yeah look, so. Snyder, Snyder bullshitted his way into another $30 million to, <laughs> to finish something that was already done. Yeah, I, I will say that the idea of, like, two movies like that that kind of cover the same moment in time from different perspectives is interesting. Like the idea, like if, if there was a good suicide squad movie and it happened to like feature the Joker in it for a little bit. And then there was a good Joker movie that happened to feature the suicide squad in it. And it was literally like two movies covering the same point in time. That would be interesting. And I would want to watch that now. Obviously, like I've only seen the Suicide Squad movie one time because it doesn't merit a second watching, in my opinion. I think, and based on what I saw in Suicide Squad, I don't even want to see a Joker movie with that Joker. Like, 
especially considering like you know i mean i love jared leto but it was terrible like it, it might not be his fault but i don't want to see that joker movie but but the concept is awesome and i think that that could be great especially in superhero movies well here's the thing it could be great if it's planned to that for that to be the the way you you, you yeah. these things out like the matrix did that and even then yeah. it's still about a challenge like not everything it's still was, what it was still a challenge cuz not everything oh, yeah. was great and um i for you know your justice league and your suicide squad i think thinking the way you're thinking larry is highly optimistic like you're well, not going to yeah, yeah. honestly you know in my mind you know what it would be amazing for what it could be amazing for potentially would be like a magneto and an x-men movie mm-hmm. like that would be like a really cool way like even if you were like you did like a magneto movie as like almost like an origin movie and it just had the x-men in it a little bit or whatever and maybe culminated with like the big fight between magneto and the x-men and then the next movie you have is like the X-Men origin movie almost. And it dips into some of the places you've seen in that Magneto movie. And then the, the end of that movie is basically the climactic fight between Magneto and the X-Men that you didn't quite get to see in the Magneto movie. That would be amazing. It would still require a lot of planning. I oh, yeah. Now, oh, you know absolutely. what? Some of the best things on this planet weren't planned. I mean, penicillin was an accident. I was an accident. <laughs> you know? Just because just yeah, it's not planned doesn't right. mean it's there, not great. There are plenty of happy accidents in the world, Oz. I would agree with you on that. But look, how many of those do you get per lifetime? I, I, I don't know. Like, I think our quota's up. Like, it's not going to be Justice League and it's not going to be Suicide Squad air cut. Well, yeah, I mean, we know that. I, I don't think anybody's thinking it's going to be a DC movie. Uh, I, <laughs> I kind of I I like did. Oz was, yeah, was setting that up. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I kind of did. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what you thought, Oz. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, that, 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 if, if you were I mean, in state, like, I'd give you a hug. Oz saying that sounded just like you talking about Disney. Like, that's a whole, like, crazily optimistic. No, I mean, listen, though, here's the thing. Like, you know, you all know how much I love Marvel. And even I was, like, skeptical of the idea of Avengers coming together. Just because it was so huge. And the idea that they were, like, making all these movies in a row and they had to make, like, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor. Like, you all remember. I was like, Thor is hard. Like, I don't think, like... Thor comics aren't always good. The, let alone the a Thor first, movie. And it wasn't that good, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't as good as the other two, but it was still good enough. I'd never seen to, Mo so defeated as I did walking out that theater. But it wasn't a terrible movie. It just wasn't as good as Iron Man and Captain America. That's a different thing. Oh, I'd, I'd argue that it was terrible. You, the, the first Thor movie is a terrible movie. Yes. Yeah. It's right really? there. It's right there with Incredible Hulk. Dude, listen. Don't let me ask you this question: Is Thor a better or worse movie than Suicide Squad? Worse. 
Really? Did it win an Academy Award? What? Did Suicide Squad win an Academy Award? Yes. Yeah. For what? They like makeup or something. Best okay. So taste. not a real Academy Award. Ooh. A, a, a makeup Academy Award because wow. Harley Quinn looked like Harley Quinn? Oh, wow. look, it, wow. Thor didn't even win a makeup Academy Award. Wow. Larry just shit on the whole side of the industry. What? No, I'm just saying, like, no, I'm not saying makeup artists don't do a good job, but what I'm saying is, they're not. So, I'm, I'm saying Suicide Squad doesn't do a good job. You good see, job. Their their work doesn't merit a real award. No, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, like, heart, like Suicide Squad got an Academy Award for doing something that a cosplayer does. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, and I don't know why. Thor. Thor. Was only defeated as the as the worst of the Marvel movies. I'm not counting Incredible Hulk because it was still like debatable whether that whether that was even uh, MCU movie. Thor was the worst one until Thor two. Then it got replaced as the worst Marvel movie. Dude, listen, I think that at this point it's debatable how good or bad Thor is. What I'm saying to you is this though, is like I think most people will tell you unquestionably, like say for instance. Batman versus Superman is a worse movie, superhero movie than Thor. No, it's not. Yeah. What? No, what? it's not worse than Thor. It easy. There's a easy lot of movies you could say that that movie is worse than, but not Thor. Bat- Batman v Superman doesn't even have a narrative that makes sense. We haven't got the Snyder cut. No, I, there's no Listen, that's the thing like it's like like Batman v Superman fails on a movie level, not even on a superhero movie level. Well, I saw the Thor, dir- I, I saw the director's cut. At the very cut, least, so is a movie. You might you might make Thor. You might say Thor's not a good Thor movie, but even then, it's like Thor is honestly like the the reason we 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 dump on Thor is because it's not as exciting as some other Marvel movies. Not because it's not a good movie, like. Realistically, there's some people that feel Thor is a better movie than Captain America was. The first Captain America. Yeah, those people are wrong. I, I would agree with you. However, those are the same people that want the air cut. But, well, okay, listen. What, what I'm saying to you is this. Is with Justice League and Batman v Superman are movies that are universally panned by a lot of people. Thor... Is not even unanimous, unanimously thought of as the worst Marvel movie. I think it is. By who? Me. Like, dude, dude, listen. There are four of us on here right now. Jay, is Thor the worst Marvel movie? No. Mo, is Thor the worst Marvel movie? Possibly. Okay. I haven't seen uh, Black Widow yet, and Ant Man. Uh, no, listen, we're just only talking about stuff that's released, Mo. Okay. So it's a tie with, like, Ant-Man. According to Rotten Tomatoes, Thor is the worst movie. <laughs> a quick, below, a below Incredible Hulk, Tomatoes. by the way. It's below Incredible Hulk. By critics... Incredible, wait, Incredible Hulk is the... Is the, the whatchamacallit one, right? The... Ed Norton one. The Ed Norton one, right? Yeah, because you get Fury and... I think Stark shows up in that one, right? He does. Yeah. I mean, I mean incre- the, the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk is not a bad movie either. But anyway, 
Well, okay. According to so, critics, so, the so, critics' so, consensus. Uh, you, think, you think Thor is the worst Marvel movie? It's not me. Critic consensus no, on asking, Rotten Tomato, which is the critic site of record. I'm asking you. Well, I'm you telling think you. Thor is the worst Marvel movie? Uh, I would put Incredible Hulk as, as okay. worse. So, so listen. So, there's four of us here. Not, not any one of us have said Thor is the worst Marvel movie. And we all have differing, varying different opi- opinions. Uh, Most the closest with saying that it might be a tie between Thor and Ant-Man. Which, honestly, Thor The Dark World is probably a worse Thor movie than the first one. I said that earlier, yeah. Part two well, is worse but, than part Right, one. But, but, but we were talking about the first Thor movie. And so this is the thing where and, I'm like... And well, look, you're saying... you you. You asked me about what about what do people around the world think? I I'm telling you what the consensus is for the world. You're you're not telling me what the consensus is for the world. Yes, I am. I told you it's the worst MCU movie according to about, the world. Look, Rotten Tomatoes is strictly about critics, right? No, like Rotten Tomatoes has a, a critic score and a and a user score, right? Okay. Yes. What's the user score say? Now you're gonna make me click. I'm just saying, like, look, you're talking about people around the world. You can't go to the critic score. You got to at least go to, like, the score audience for score. the people. Right. right. He always uses the audience score when he's talking about DC movies. Right. So use the audience score. Like, what does the audience think of Thor? Let's see. That's the thing where I'm just like, but look, and then, and then when you find that audience score, what's the audience score between... Thor and Batman v Superman. Hold on, jeez, Batman. All the homework. V Superman. <laughs> Superman. Oh, I have. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, I didn't even know what he was trying to say. Rotten. Like, who's that? A director. I thought he was trying to summon the abstract one. <laughs> you know what? Audience scores. The, the, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't even count. What? <laughs> what? Wait, you the one that brought up Rotten Tomatoes? Because they ranked all the MCU movies. I don't know why you want to bring in other shit. <laughs> what? The, re- the, the whole point was like, I was just saying that I was critical of Marvel Studios trying to r- ramp up to Avengers. And it's like, you know, I know Mo was mentioned, I'm optimistic about stuff. I'm just saying, I didn't, I wasn't certain they could do this. And they did it. And so now that they've done it and proven themselves, yeah, I think they can do stuff. Because why would I, why would I at this point be like, oh, I got to doubt Marvel Studios now. Oh, like, I remember. Marvel- I remember why I didn't want to use Rotten Tomatoes for DC movies because uh, Disney owns them. Does Disney own Rotten Tomatoes? Wasn't that the thing that Marvel was paying Rotten Tomatoes to up the scores? Well, it was a it was a, a rumor thing, but I don't think that's true. I don't think it's not true. Well, they just <laughs> well, they just rank Thor. What's the proof? How so, about that? so what proof do you have? Well, look if look, if we don't know whether the site is bought and paid for by Marvel. Okay, we, we don't know for sure, right? We don't know one way or the other. There's rumors that it is. There's rumor that it's not. 
So let's go no, with no, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me, no rumors, Let me finish. Let me finish. If there's no proof that it's true, there's no proof then... that it's not true. So but, okay, we're going, we're going, you know, like, we're, we're going with negative. the, we're going with the, with the idea that they may or may not be bought and paid for by Disney. They're actually may- owned by Warner Media. Actually owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, but Warner Brothers takes money from everybody, so they may or may not have been bought off by by Disney. Look, wait now. Warner it, Brothers, Warner Media, is bought off by Disney to make their movies, the the competition movies, wh- seem better. Warner Media will take money from Dana White and go to Fight Island. Like they like they don't care. Look, but th- we're telling you, like your theory that Disney owns them is false. That's what they, okay. Seventy-five percent by Universal. I shouldn't say own. I should say bribed. Is that better? Uh, that, I mean, that's I that's that's Disney, Disney. Disney has no problem pulling out its bank account cock and spreading it around. C O N conspiracy. So if that's if, if that's the case, then <laughs> a list uh, then the list of just Disney products is more is more accurate to the truth than to compare it to the competitor. That is not paying people to review and and upscore them. Right, right, Oz. You're right. The reason why DC movies rate so much lower than Marvel movies in the audience division well, is because actually, Marvel or Disney is paying Rotten Tomatoes to Warner Brothers. No, no, to not, no, not to Warner Brothers. Not better. to Warner you're Brothers. Right, to the right, critics. Oz, that makes sense. To the critics. It, also, it also makes sense because to actually like make it stick so that they're not like. You can't tell if they're paying them or not. Warner makes bad movies just to like make sure Disney's not like out in the light to keep everybody in the dark. DC makes bad movies that review bad too. Y- y'all acting like like these critics work for Warner. Do these critics get a paycheck from Warner? No, the they probably get one from critics. Disney. Actually, they do because a lot of those critics, um, they're the ones that are under on Tribune and. The other newspapers, they work for those newspapers, but they aggregate from there. I meant the audio score critics, not the no, critic Nobody's critics. saying the critics don't have their opinions. What I'm saying is if you're saying, hey, the world thinks this, then the audience score is what you go with. Because <laughs> the audience score is more reflective of the world than the critics are. And the thing is, it's like, the, for example, like the one that called, pernicious, that called the Joker pernicious garbage... Like is a Tribune writer, which is owned by Warner Media. Yeah, but we're talking about the audience scores. Yeah, they're not gonna pay the audience. That Disney might. No. How? Well, yeah. With Disney How? Plus subscriptions, like trials, like what? What we? Oz, look. Let's just admit that most of the DC movies are kind of garbage, and just go with that, and just be like, okay, like, look. Honestly, all I was trying to, the only point I was trying to make, because I wasn't even trying to make a point between DC versus Marvel movies. The point I was trying to make was I'm not overly optimistic about stuff just because it's Marvel or DC. I had my doubts when they started because it was a large offering. The idea of linking like four movies together in order to make a fifth larger movie was a huge idea when they were trying to do it back in the early 2000s. Now that they've done it and done it like three times over, basically, it's like, okay, 
I don't have my doubts about them anymore because they've been doing it for like a decade. It's like I'm more I'm more apt to believe that Disney will or Disney and or Marvel Studios, however you want to say that, will succeed as opposed to fail because they have a track record of success up until this point. Even though there's some things that I haven't liked as much, like in my opinion, I've, I've said this plenty of time, like Guardians 2 is easily the worst Disney or Marvel Studios movie, period. Now, most people don't agree with me on that. But for me, Guardians 2 is the worst is the worst one. And, you know, that's that's just an opinion, but I don't I, I, even though I know that they've had some stuff that I didn't like, for me to mess around and be like, "Oh, well, they're going to fail." It's like, "Well, why would I think they fail? They succeed so often." Tiger Claw chat says, "Mayor Young, all DC movies are garbage." What about Aquaman? <laughs> oh, poor Tiger Claw. We need to isolate that laugh. That's the Larry laugh when somebody talks shit about Disney. I'm just saying, like, Aquaman is a, is, is a fine movie if you want to take it away from the fact that Aquaman is a comic book. Sure. But, like, the Aquaman in the Aquaman movie... Is nothing like Aquaman in the comic book, which is what I would hope to see when we make a movie about Aquaman. Billy O.K., he's been in chat. He says, Hulk is greater than Incredible Hulk. He said, Ang Lee should remake Avengers 1 through 4. And he goes, Incredible, he goes, Incredible Hulk is so boring that Ed Norton was ordered by a court to change his name to Ed Borton. Huh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I personally like Incredible Hulk. I think it's a great movie. And it's it, it's sad to me that Ed Norton didn't, didn't get the opportunity to be a part of that larger cast. Like, it would have been amazing to see. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, he, I do like what... Um, he chose not to. No, I know. I, look, I'm not saying it's not his fault. I'm just saying that... I mean, could... I mean, just, just think about... Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man across from Ed Norton's Bruce Banner. Like, and don't get me wrong, it would be completely different than what we ended up getting with, uh, oh man, what's my man's name? Who cares? The current, uh, no, the current Hulk. No, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I care, no, because he's good. No, he's not good. He is. No, but, he's not. He's not. But I like, I like. The Hulk, the Hulk was pussified. Like, it was, it was no good. Um, the the Ed Norton's Hulk would have been he wouldn't have pushed out in Infinity War. I I would agree with that. I think the characterization would be completely different. I wish Abomination had looked more like himself. The yeah. You say you wish what? Abomination looked like himself. I can I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that abomination look. I I liked Tim Roth playing him though. Like yeah, Tim Roth was amazing. Like he, like even if they would have like, I yeah, even if they they would have changed the character so much where it like looks like Tim Roth a little like. No, they shouldn't do that. No, they could, but I think that Tim Roth. In his Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, Hex has rough LMAO. Mm. Instead of Ruffalo. yeah, Mark Ruffalo. 
No, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I like Ruffalo's Hulk to a degree, too, but Norton's would have been better. Of course he do. No, I mean, I, I, and Norton's would have been closer to the comics, I think. Based on what we saw in Incredible Hulk. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what other news we have? Uh, we got a... We got a bunch, but we don't have to do all of it. We can save some for tomorrow. Let me uh, let me look in here real quick. Well, Tuca and Birdie got picked up for a second season by Adult Swim. Uh, they oh, ordered awesome. 10 episodes uh, that'll premiere in 2021. I have a friend of a friend that's a writer on Tuca and Birdie. So oh, nice. Yeah, hopefully she, yeah, that's awesome. Uh... The I do want if they'll be if it'll be able to be the same show like Netflix kind of let them do whatever they wanted yeah and Adult Swim is a lot more censored than Netflix so that's like my one one thing I'm really kind of wondering about but yeah I am glad that they're getting a second season it'll like, be on Netflix too. No, I don't think so. Oh, wow. Uh, another story is that the the concept artist for Birds of Prey released a picture of his original art for Huntress, like what his design was that they chose not to use in the movie. I put that in chat. Um, it's still an f- unfinished concept because he was still working on it when he, this picture was was it but it, it that the only good part of that movie was that flashback for the huntress and it was like 10 minutes and it's like i read i'd rather just see a huntress movie even with that actress and then seeing it in this concept art like yeah. reaffirms that more yeah the, the concept art is good what what else was that young lady in again you said scott pilgrim versus the world 10 Cloverfield Lane. She was Ramona? Yeah. Man, she looks completely different. I think she had work done. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah, because she looks like a totally different person. Yeah, she really does. She really does. Wow, that's interesting. Chagaclan chat says, Mary Young... Are you saying Wonder Woman is garbage too? No. No, I'm not. Wonder Woman's a great movie. Well, we actually started that conversation by saying how like the stuff that ignored Justice League turned out to come out and be more successful than even Justice League and Batman versus Superman. Right. And that's the thing where it's like, you know, the only like it, it's not like, you know, obviously you you can do all types of stuff with a Batman versus Superman movie. But the only reason you, I I know for me, the only reason I hold it to such a high standard is because it literally has like two of the most iconic superheroes in the history of comics in it. So it's like, it's a given. Like people go, go to see it just because it's Batman v Superman. And despite it being that, it's still not quite as successful as some other stuff. Like, you can you can have a conversation on how Iron Man 
is just as successful as Batman v Superman, which is crazy because Iron Man is a character that people like when his movie came out. Half the people that watched it didn't know it was a comic book movie. They just thought it was like some kind of science fiction movie, which is weird, but it's weird to think. But when you know, like, okay, like Iron Man wasn't on that level yet, you know? He is now, but it's like Batman v Superman. It's like, like 75% of the people that watched that movie had underwear with one of those two symbols on it. Like that's crazy to think, but it's true. Yeah. Um, like even I like I'm a prime example. Like I didn't particularly like Iron Man comics, but I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, DC tells Diamond retailers that comics will be late. Uh, so if you got DC, comics, how could it be late? They come out on Tuesday. They, they well, but it's diamond retailers. So, if you you buy DC books through Diamond, <laughs> you're gonna get your comics late. And uh, <laughs> it says here, uh, Flash uh, number seven fifty four, the variant delayed to an on sale date of June second to for all retailers. Wait, uh, so so no DC books. That go through Diamond are coming out till June? Well, I... So, here. Let me just give you the little list. Like, yeah. Pretty much till June. uh, Terrifics Volume 3, The God Game, delayed to on on sale date to June 9th. Um, Two weeks ago, Lunar Distribution messaged retailers to tell them that their variant versions for Flash 754 now has an in-store date of June 2nd. So, they're getting it late, too. But that's all they really said, not anything else. And then UCS, the other like distributor that teamed up with them, hasn't told their retailers anything. So I think they're just, from a manufacturing standpoint, they're going to be late, not a distribution standpoint. And that's kind of like, it, it, I, I'm going to keep going to this. I'm going to keep sticking to this point for the next like two, three years, it's like, was it really worth it for DC to piss off everybody if they can't even get it like where at the time it needs to be? You know what I mean? No, no, it definitely wasn't. Like it's, it's a dumb move. And I honestly, it's like, it, it was one of those things where I, I think this just goes back to lack of leadership. Like they needed somebody in the, like the top spot at DC to kind of push back on this to the corporate overlords and be like, dude, it's a bad idea. I'm not going to do it. And they didn't have that person. Because Jim Lee's a company man. And speaking of leadership, I'm putting what he is doing is doing these sketches for charity. Right. Uh, Which are fantastic. And you know what? I'm not mad at that. I I am. (laughs) It's just because... um, He shouldn't have been hired in the spot he's in. It's just that simple. Yeah, he's not equipped for that. And right, right. The thing is, he's affecting other aspects of the industry by it. Yeah, and uh, and that that's really the the point. It's like if you don't have the people that are gonna buy your shit, like how are you gonna sell shit? You know, I 
I, I do believe that Jim Lee doesn't fully understand the impact that some of his decisions or non-decisions make on the industry with him being, I guess, the guy that's for all intents and purposes kind of being the final the final word at, at DC Comics, I guess, I, which I don't know. I mean, has, has, has anybody or have any of you seen or heard of anybody that is making these decisions that's not Jim Lee? Like, is there somebody else that is even in the conversation where they're like, I have a interesting thing about that. Okay. And I don't know, I don't know if uh if Jeffrey might have mentioned it. There was a lot of words coming out of his mouth that day. <laughs> or if any of you guys have mentioned it because I don't listen to what you guys say either. But I was talking <laughs> the best preamble ever. Go ahead, Oz. Uh, uh, look, talk, talk your mess, Oz. Talk l- your mess. Last week's comic book release day Tuesday. When I was at a comic book shop, I was talking to one of the one of the guys working there and asking him about, hey, because this is one in, in a totally different state. It's not my local shop. So, you know, figure I find out a little bit about how they're doing the the new comic book Tuesday thing. And the interesting thing that he said is that they, they expect the comic, his shop to to put these books out a day early, but they're not shipping them a day early. So even if you wanted to, the earliest he could get the books on the shelves after processing and everything he has to do would be Tuesday night, like right before they close. <laughs> so technically, you should have been listening to us and Jeffrey. Is that what is that what Jeffrey said? Yeah, oh. like they're not shipping them on Monday. Like he said, like everybody ships everything on Tuesday for Wednesday store day because UPS will give it to you. Anywhere between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. Either, so either way, that was, that, that was why. That, hold on, that was why Diamond decided to ship on Tuesday as opposed to Wednesday because they used to have distribution centers all over the country, but after 2008, they kind of like shrink that to really just go from the one place I think in Maryland and just send them out a day early. So it used to be like you can actually when we were trying to sell comics, nobody would tell us what the distributor was or anything. So we actually drove to like somewhere in I think it was in in Manhattan Beach or something where they had a they actually had a distribution center. I think in El Segundo, they had a warehouse full of fucking comics. And that's where it was Diamond in California was there and they would ship from there to UPS. So there was we actually just went and talked to them and they're like, oh yeah, just here's the number, go for it. But none of the comic shops we asked for gave us the information. And yeah, it, it, that's that's how they used to get books on Wednesdays. At a, like You would get your books before the shops opened on Wednesday back in the day. And then when they stopped that, they started shipping them on Tuesdays so that it, like at doors open Wednesday, you get your comics. Okay. I don't like it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't understand it at all. Like it's it's literally like the worst of both worlds. Like everybody in the industry is like, DC, what are you doing? And then the like corporate overlords aren't gonna be happy because what they really want is for you to sell the stuff on Tuesday. Yeah. But you're not gonna be selling it on Tuesday, you're really gonna be selling it Wednesday. So it's just like Yeah. Like and, it, at this point, all it is is just getting everybody angry at them. And from my experience, I, I like I've been in that position 
a, a fair amount of times myself. And, it, it, you know, in terms of retail business, um, consulting shit, and uh, even from a, a private business standpoint, where it's, if you have to do something, there's always the guy that was doing it before you. And the fact that you're not him, everybody's going to hate you. And then the guy that you're, you're set up to fail. And then they get rid of you, and then the next guy is less of a hit for both the consumer and the, the overlords, and that guy succeeds, and that guy doesn't have the ideas that you had, but has the support that you didn't. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's what we're seeing now. We're, Jim Lee, this is Prophet Moses talking. <laughs> Once this pandemic is over, Jim Lee is going to be taken off of his post. And we're going to get somebody else, probably somebody from Warner Media or, or AT&T, that's going to change it. And he's going to have full support. They're going to probably going to go all digital or all something that's going to, they, that they feel is going to give them more uh, return on their investment. Because you're also thinking AT&T had, had an investment to handle a year from now. It, within a year, they lost 75% of their, what they thought they were going to be getting. So, yeah, so, so you think that they'll still try to do all this, but they'll just have somebody there that they're they're willing to like back up to make it happen? Oh yeah, they're gonna get one of their own people because this is the shit they took in. It's like if you, you know, one of the things that people don't get. I, you know, I, I worked in restaurants and, and and the food industry too, and it's like when you get something new that people like, and you're like, oh, that's a good place to invest. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that. That's a, even if it's the, the the location, it's like it's a good location, but that person. You're like, I have a better idea than that person. So I'm not, this is a success, but I can make it better. They, the first thing they do that makes them fail is change the name mm. or change the menu. And it's like, no, it's going to take you five years. You've got to ride this out, the old people's name. And then, then you change the menu. Then 10 years, you change the name. And then by then, it's like people already get to know the. you still have the exact same staff, the same right. people, leadership. But with a different menu and a different ambiance, and they're like, "Oh, this is I, I like what you've done with the place. You really, you really class the place up, yeah." But you could class it up with the same exact ideas one year in, and you're gonna fail. Mm. It takes the consumer uh, a drastic change. Doesn't it takes the consumer? Uh, they say the number in in the school of business hard knocks that I was in seven years. I think I could do it in five, but I'm not. I'm not putting my own money and trying to do it in five. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and, and with DC, like this drastic change they did right here is key sign that they're, they're gonna, they're gonna fail. And Jim Lee is the dude, like if they would have hired somebody from outside above Jim Lee after Dan Didio, instead of promoting him, they could put Jim Lee after and he could just hire somebody to do what, what he can't do. And then they'll, they'll succeed. It'll be business as usual. It might be they, they might not go any worse. It might not be what AT and T wanted on their investment, but it, it's it's good. Look, we might see them just sell off DC. Wait, so you feel like when you say sell off DC, what does that mean? You mean they're like literally someone else is going to buy DC? I, I mean, 
or just chop it up and then like you might not get as many comics it might not get as much funding for the comics you'll get the ips and merchandising and just get like you'll see more like superman school supplies than you do comics so so like so you think sell off the ips but there's no like publishing division like the publishing division will be like low as fuck like they're not gonna it, not because they're gonna oh we got cut, but they're like you know what we don't need these many titles like just do just do your your Batman, your Justice League, and, and you know your whatever the movie's coming out like do that whatever has a movie do that and don't worry about the rest like they, they you know unless they put somebody that knows comics that can kind of modify it but I don't see them doing that. That'd be interesting because I mean I would say that don't get me wrong like from from a. a quality perspective if you say only have like say comics it, that are like the justice league and like say i mean i look i don't even i don't even know like say you're only doing batman superman wonder woman aquaman flash mm-hmm. and then just League comics and that's it from a publishing perspective that might be good for quality purposes because you're only going to get the best talent working on those few books yeah but you're not going to make as much money no you're not and the thing is the the that affects the retail aspect which is the aspect that you know throughout this whole thing nobody's really been taken into account and it's you know part of what makes a, a retail um a retail environment viable and successful and worth that risk, worth that square footage rent, because it's not a flat rate, it's a square footage rate, is the variety. You know, like if I go in there spending 20 bucks and it's like you only have five books and I only read two of them, I'm spending eight bucks. You know? Um, There might be new stuff that I can give my money to somebody else. There might not. But that's not a guarantee. If you have, you know, if you have 50, let's say 52, you have 52 titles <laughs> that, that, that are out. I, I mean, when that shit came out, there was about five or six I was uh, excited about. Right. Fucking, that's what, 24 bucks right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and on top of the other stuff that I was going to get, but I probably would have just not gotten it. So I end up spending more for the retailer. I keep the retailer happy. He keeps ordering more comics, which in terms keeps me happier, which keeps me spending more, and it grows. You know, we've all had that moment where we, you know, especially when we're kids and we're growing up, we're spending a certain amount of comic shops, and then all of a sudden we're spending more and then more. Next, I'm buying pop dolls. Next, I'm buying you know Star Wars uh, erasers, and you know, it, it creates the variety in comics creates a retail space that is conducive to selling more and more. It's a it's a beast that if nurtured properly can feed itself. Yeah, well, that's it's interesting the the concept. But yeah, we're gonna see a big change in in DC. Uh, you know, once once uh, all the retail spaces are not doing drive up but more regular business that we're going to see a change anything else before we get out of here 
All right, let's play that wrap-up music then. Jay, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Um, despite all the bullshit, I'm still happy with my decision to go digital. Fair. Oz, final thoughts? I'm a little uncomfortable with how much uh, child sex talk was on this episode. It's your fault. <laughs> Most back the final thoughts. That's going to be the title of this episode, Child Sex. Because we're talking about good boys and potentially Fight Island. Let's, but, let's, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> now, what I do, uh, uh, what I do agree with is Joe's like he's happy with his decision to be digital and I am too I love it I I got mad because I was buying alternative comics and they're not, they don't have there's a comic that I got uh, uh, intrigued by and it's only a dollar but it's a dollar physical and I'm like well can I just buy it digital and that one wasn't digital on alternative's website so it's like I wanted to buy all three at once digital and I couldn't. And I'm mad. Bear. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. So make sure you come hang out with us. Stay tuned. In the meantime, hit us up on our Instagram. Let us know what you think of the show, what you want us to talk about, what you don't want us to talk about, and all that. What's going on with you? This is Fantastic Forum. Live. For now. Only on allgames.com. Oh, boy.